Hey yo, welcome to Top Trio. It's a month of Sega. What's up, everybody? This is uh, Rick Smith, um, one of the, uh, the the host for here for Top Trio. Uh, we're celebrating all things Sega this month. I'm super excited. Sega is one of my favorite topics, if you guys have probably heard before. But for this special podcast today, I have Ricky Wins KO, and I got Jay the Urban Nerd, Jay the Movie Destroyer, Jay just about <laughs> everything. Johnny Utah. <laughs> Johnny Utah. I go Utah John, but Johnny Utah. It's all good. Yeah. What's up, Ricky? What up? What up? What's good, man? No, not much. You know, late podcast. I'm all about it. Friday nights. <laughs> Friday night lights. There we yep. go. <laughs> hey, Jay. What's up, man? What's up, homie? Still trying to decide if I want to go see Captain Marvel tonight. I, I actually just came back from that movie. A dead silence. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was it good? It does, I mean, I was just waiting for you to tell oh, okay. me. Okay. Yeah, man. Let, let, let me say, it wasn't bad. Mm. In terms of how you define good, it's watchable and it's it's a great feeling. I would have been fine just with the ending credits, but it's a nice feeling. It adds a lot of flair to the universe. Um, I I can't talk bad about. It. I enjoyed it more uh, better than I did Wonder Woman. So I mean, it was just. Is it is it better or worse than Doctor Strange? Oh no, Doctor Strange is, is probably a lot better. It's better than Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh, that's Whoa. good. Whoa. I mean, Ant Man and the Wasp was not a good movie, man. I'm no. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I'm destroying. If you like that movie? I'm destroying that movie. Paul bad. Rudd is the only good thing about that movie. Paul Rudd is a national treasure. <laughs> well, you know what? I didn't. I, we, here we go again talking about Paul Rudd um, on a Sega podcast. We're talking about, we're talking about <laughs> Paul Rudd. I didn't care for Paul Rudd until he became um, Scott Lang. And I thought he's he's done a fantastic job in that role. Mm, yeah. So yeah, um, it's worth a watch for the continuation of you know you know Endgame. Endgame is coming out next month, so it's one of those things that it'll get you ready, get you pumped up, and it's a lot of realization that damn that stuff really did happen. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, uh, going back to the month of Sega, we're excited to bring. <laughs> Content, you know, Sega content. We're super excited about it. We all love Sega in some capacity. So I figured the two people that I know that love Sega probably just as much as I do, you know, I figure I get them on the podcast. We can talk about it. Okay. Cool. So um, one thing about Sega in general is that Sega always does it first. And that's the way I look at it. I look at Sega as like it's always before their time. A lot of this stuff paves the way to a lot of things that are great now in the world, but it's just like Sega always does it first, but they can't captivate on really what it takes to really be successful. Because everybody, it seems like I see all these other gaming systems, they capitalize off what Sega does and just makes it better. But Sega just can't get past that point. Yeah. To just be successful. And it's just, it's sad because Sega is just an amazing company with just horrible marketing. Just a quick question. Out of you two guys, did either one of you guys have the Sega channel? Yes. I so did you, not. Or you, were the, you were the one who had instant friends all of a sudden. <laughs> in, in the Man, he's called that. What was it? 1 800. Uh, what, was that, what was that number you called? Oh, my goodness. You, you remember Sega had that 1 800 number you can call for games and stuff back in the day? Yeah. yeah so I, I, Sega always did it first. Always. And that's why I, I give props to Sega Saturn. 
little do people know Sega Saturn was one of the first systems to really have a modem input and have online gaming. Yeah. Well, <sighs> and then be able to have a Sega library through the uh, Sega channel. I mean, that's... Well, that, that was so... Wait, that was way before its time. We, we, now we have Xbox Game Pass and PS Plus, but Sega did this joint 20, 30 years ago. <laughs> like, yeah. That was a thing, you know. That was wow, man. That, it was that long ago? Yeah. Yes. Jeez. Oh, don't remind me how old I am. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we all know. We all we, we all feel it. Guess what? Um, and a late happy birthday to Ricky. Oh, he, yeah. He's over the hump. He's 30 and over <laughs> club card now. Yeah, oh, yeah. Feeling party, good, bro. feeling old. <laughs> your gift card to Denny's is in the mail. Oh shit! I'll never go to Denny's. Okay. Oh, you know what? So, I I, I didn't <laughs> want to deter the month of Sega, but I figured that I was gonna, was gonna make a pot. I was gonna make a topic about this, and we still may do this. If you anybody's listening or after this podcast, you can listen. You can chime in as well. We're gonna add, add a segue into Sega this month. Oh yeah. But we need to know. Top Trio is gonna have a vote at the end of the month. Oh my god. Which one would you rather go to? The eat Waffle House. Look, Waffle House. <laughs> <ask me>. <laughs> I could say McDonald's or Burger King, but no. no. Waffle House versus Ahab, aka Ahab, uh, aka best pancakes on the planet, aka oh, McDonald's has better pancakes. That is Ahab. true. <laughs> and McDonald's pancakes are basically just fibers. <laughs> Hold on. Together. For the record, you can go to Burger King and get eighty nine cent pancake and a stack of three. So I mean, trust me, I go to Burger King, I rack, <laughs> I rack up, boy. I'm just, I'm just oh, like, boy. I'm just drop, dropping pancakes. That's the way I look at it and making it rain. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, everybody's listening. We're gonna have a special vote at the end of the month. I'll make sure we're posted up. Oh yeah. But who wins in a death battle? Mm. <laughs> I hop. Well, Waffle well, well, House would win. Well, Waffle House would beat this shit out of IHOP. That's right. <laughs> curb Waffle. stop. <laughs> Waffle House will curb stop IHOP in a minute. You know how I many fights you see in Waffle House? Oh, absolutely. Bruh. Waffle House will put off the, the flat iron off of the stove <laughs> and beat somebody's ass. Yo, do you realize that they don't even trust these people with money? They they pay these people cash money every day at Waffle House. Yep. No check system. That's how that's how that's how you know. That, that's how you know, man. That, uh, and I'm they're sorry. their own security guards. I mean, they're there 24-7. They have no choice. They equipped with yeah. guns. It's, when you walk into a restaurant like Waffle House and you see the floor, you shouldn't be eating there. Like you, you can literally walk into Waffle House and realize you the floor. It's, it's, the, it, it, it's the same seasoning on the floor as going on your egg. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh no. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, um, one thing getting back to Sega, you know, just you know, throwing it out there before we get started with our, uh, our top three picks. What are yeah. your favorite Sega systems? What's your number one? Ooh. Oh. Ooh. I'm going with the Genesis. Yeah, I'll have to go with Genesis. I mean, it's gonna be a tight race between the Genesis and the and and the Dreamcast, man. Yeah, because just as many memories I've had with the Genesis, I've had with Dreamcast. And I think I think once we get to our list, you'll notice there's gonna be some similarities. But I think the Saturn for me, the only thing that really sticks out for the Saturn was when X Men versus Street Fighter came out with the wrong. Oh, bruh. 
that that was that was, I think I never had a Saturn, but anytime we I would walk past like uh oh my god, it was Funko Land back then. Yeah, et cetera, or Babbage's. Ooh, that's all. That's all they would play because they didn't care. Like back, that's back in the day when they played import games in a retail store. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't like something like ooh, like how'd you get that? Like, <laughs> dude, that was the time, man. But anyway, yeah, I, I, I'm definitely would have to say I would have to say Genesis is top one. Yeah, actually, I'm gonna I'm changing mine. My favorite Sega system is the GameCube. The GameCube, the Nintendo GameCube. <laughs> oh boy, that shade! You know, I'm kicking Ricky off the podcast. <laughs> there were more Sega hits on the GameCube than there were wow. on the uh, Genesis it, and the Dreamcast. It's combined. sad they rehashed the game. Like this is the problem with Sega. Everybody else capitalized off of their great ideas. Yep. GameCube made all the Dreamcast games better. Like yeah, all of them better, and it gave it a great platform, better support, extra bonuses, and I'm like, Sega. Like how, doing? Sonic, like how many Sonic collections are on the on the GameCube? At Good least three. Grief. I was At mad because I asked for the Sonic collection for Christmas one year. Oh, and I got no. the Sonic collection, but I didn't get the one with Sonic the Fighters. That- I was so upset. Because <laughs> I was like, who would pop it in? I was like, where's Sonic the Fighters at? No. I'm like, you gotta be. It's the wrong one. Oh, my, my whole <laughs> Christmas was ruined. You got the one with Sonic Spinball on it. Woo! Hey, that's still a great game. It is a great game. game. Underrated it game. Uh, it'll drive you mad, though. For me, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and be play devil's advocate. I actually, because I've played it and I've rented games successfully for it, and I absolutely love it, and I, it's sad that it, it, it just went, just got trashed. But the, the Sega Saturn, I absolutely love it. I have a six-player adapter for it. I told you guys about that. I got one of my favorite games, favorite game of all time is on there. Yeah, you know they had the online play. If you had the modem link, I mean it had it had had one of the first memory cartridges for uh, gaming systems, and there's so much you can do. And if you have the right stuff on your memory card, you can play imports. And I just thought, you know, the sad part is again, Saturn came out first. Sony's in a position to where, you know, they see what the problems are with the Saturn, and they're able to capitalize on that. And if you guys don't know. Nintendo and Sony actually had the next generation system to, to compete mm-hmm. with Saturn, but Nintendo and the Sony deal fell through, and they actually ended up coming out with the PlayStation. That yeah, uh, that um the the one system that actually was produced is going yeah. around museums now. That thing is like gorgeous, man. It is. It looks really good, yeah. especially for a thirty-year-old system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my it, What color be, man? And I and the, the sad part with the Saturn was, you know, you had a success of Sonic Two, Sonic Three, Sonic Three, and Knuckles. And I look at the Saturn; they couldn't get Sonic Extreme out, and that's the that's that's the thing that hurt it. They wanted to have Sonic Extreme come out when the game released in the United States. Mm-hmm. They want to jump ahead of the PlayStation and everything else. Total failure. They only got one stage done of Sonic Extreme. The game could not run on the platform. Cancel the game. <laughs> And um, I, I played the first level of Sonic Extreme. On it's, you, you can find it anywhere online, and it's it, it's a great concept. It just didn't go nowhere. I, I have to give it. I have to give it to some. I mean, uh, Sega because every single system they made was a risk or a gamble. Yep. And now, when you think about them, for a collector or someone who's trying to get into retro gaming, they're the hardest and the most expensive ones to find. Yes. Yeah. Because I can tell you right now, if someone was selling a CDX. Right now, for under two hundred, I'm getting it. 
But I remember, I, I vividly remember back when Toys R Us was in its heyday, back when they had the ticketing system, and that's how you knew. If the oh, game yeah. And I remember every time I would pick up a game, there was always that one box of a Sega CDX that no one would buy, and I was like, man. And when you think about it, it's literally a portable system shaped like a portable CD player, like a Walkman, mm-hmm. but it still played your uh sega genesis games and your sega cd games it was portable it could hook up to the tv it was so revolutionary but you know once again it was just before its time like imagine something like that now imagine if like xbox Sony made a portable system that size that could do pretty much like everything oh absolutely and you know one thing with sega too is you know every system that they came out with it was always better than the nintendo i mean graphics wise oh yeah the graphics look way better on sega you you had the dreamcast that was above and beyond like wow you've never seen graphics like this before and i think you know sega was too ahead of its time and so you know time finally caught up with them and that's why you know ultimately that's where they are now but you know it is a risk every time they they come out with a system because, I mean, they're I mean they're innovative. Um, yeah. It's just they don't. I guess the marketing is wrong. The system is fine. It's just the marketing. Yeah. And another big problem with Sega, and this happened with the Saturn, and eventually the Dreamcast really paved the way for this. But the I mean the fact that people realize. That when a dream a year after the Dreamcast came out, that the, all the games were burnable. That yeah. oh. killed the Dreamcast. The Dreamcast had amazing library. People were buying games. I would go to Funko Land, e, you know, EB, you know, Babbages, all that. And it was crazy because people were buying Dreamcast games like Marvel's Capcom 2 was like a hot item. Yep. I mean, all these games were selling Power Stone. And then people found out they can burn games. And then they had the, the GD ROMs online to burn to your CDs. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I can go to Staples, spend ten dollars, and I got ten games. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and normally nowadays, piracy almost sells a console. Yep. Because think about the Vita. Even though the Vita is dead, I think it's still one of the greatest handhelds, if not the the greatest handheld. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. But now with piracy, there's a reason why getting a Vita is almost it's it's almost more than MSRP now because of the potential. With the piracy, I think yeah. so. The huge ball. We can do another podcast on that. I think yeah. it's still the greatest handheld that no one ever played with. I agree. But, and, the uh, sad, and the sad part is, you know, I I love Pandora's Cube. There's only one left, but the Pandora's uh, Cube really went out of business because of the Xbox. Xbox one, the original Xbox came out, bro, and you can have 500 games on there for bro, nothing. I mean, think about it. Think about back in the 90s. Piracy was everywhere. You could yeah. have gone to Pandora's Cube's website, told them you wanted a modded Xbox. You could have selected what size hard drive and the games through the website. You can go into the store and it was a big display, just like you would go into a GameStop now and they tell you how to pre-order games. You yeah. could go into Pandora's Cube. And they didn't like hide away from it. They advertised it. <laughs> That's on right. Your Xbox, bring in a hard drive. We'll mod it for you. Select from these list of games, and we will put it on your hard drive. They gave zero Fs, and 
we realized we did not realize what we had back then because no. bro uh, the fact that not only did they advertise but they was illegally just modding consoles and was like they made it so easy for you it was like it was like shopping on amazon now was like All right, <laughs> yeah basically or this this and this i gotta have marvel versus capcom this 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 Oh yeah, can I get some? I want, I want all the arcade. I want all the man titles. This, this, and this. Don't forget Sega Genesis. This, this, this. Yeah, and I'll pick it up in four hours. Done. I Ready can go to Dairy Queen, get me man. some lunch, hit the arcade, come back, take my system home. Done. <laughs> I would. I would go to Springfield Mall, play DDR for about three, four hours, and then go pick up my Xbox. I'm heading home. We really didn't realize what we had back then, man. <laughs> so. Yeah, so you know, it's one of the things, you know, guys. I mean, you know, it's you know, gaming is so it's so conventional now. It's, it's so easy to play games and pick up and do stuff. But back in the day, I mean, it, the struggle was real. But we didn't realize how, how how appreciative we could have been for it having what we had back then. Today, I mean, every I mean, you could play games online. There's free free to play. There's Steam. There's so many avenues. But when we were growing up, it's like this is what you get, and it was so vital. Yeah. I mean, I remember, you know, going back to gaming, you know, the flip, flip top PS2 changed my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Listen, we, we're not we're not going. We got to stick with Sega. We got to stick with Sega because the flip top PS2, I could have a whole five hour podcast about that. And we could do a whole podcast special on like Sony and how it is just, oh, my God. Like, oh, hell you, yeah. If we was in high school and we had systems that had a remote play. Boy. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> The kids Game are so changer. lucky. Man. I, we all would have failed out of school. Yo, the kids are so lucky. I mean, we had to bring a CRTV into the senior lounge or to the yep. room, and we got to we got to hide to get hide the stuff in our book bag. People could pull out their phones and play any of their uh, PS4, Xbox systems right now on their phone. Oh, yeah. Just they just uh, matter of fact, Sony just released the PS4 remote play yesterday for yeah. iOS devices. Yeah, bro, man, I. Ooh, kids today don't <laughs> understand the struggle, man. Nope, they never will, man. But oh but one thing I will say though, nothing beats a Friday night and with a rented game for my Sega console. My friends come over and play multiplayer with me. There oh, is yeah. there is no better night than that. I think I think between the Dreamcast and the N sixty four, those were the those mm. were the symptoms that you had when you had a sleepover and you had one of those. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. There was no sleep that night. Nah. Nope. <laughs> Everybody does work. You already know you're going to get in Power Stone or you're going to get in GoldenEye. Which one you want? Oh, GoldenEye all the way, man. WCW versus NWO. WrestleMania. Yep. Yeah. No Mercy. No Mercy. Bruh. Okay, cool. Okay. Right. Okay, get right. back to Sega because <laughs> I don't want to dog Sega because I'm getting to that get to that feeling that I'm going to end up going a different route. Got to say <laughs> Month of Sega. Okay. So we want to do, we want to keep it real simple for the first week. So again, with the contest for the month is we'll have uh, four podcasts this month. Every every week we'll do a podcast on a different topic. Mm -hmm. Whoever has the best responses for the whole month will win a special prize from Top Trio. Just not Ooh. like a $10 gift card, but win a quote-unquote special prize from us. So Can I win? No. Uh -huh. No. What? You can't? He's just a guest. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just a regular dude. Nah. Dang, man. <laughs> nah, but okay, cool. So let's jump right into our topics. Okay. Um. So our topic for this week, we made it real simple. 
what are your top three Sega games of all time? If you can any Sega system, mm-hmm. um, you know, say like we all know Sega had many systems. Um, yep. Some before its time, some, you know, at, you know, just some whenever. Uh, <clears throat> so, I mean, who wants to go first? I'll go ahead and knock it out first. All right. Okay. Okay. Wait to hear yours. Because I know, especially because I I know you two guys as as much as we all all three of us love Sega. Yeah. Just the 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 chat we were having a couple of days ago, just naming like games. I could I can feel the passion. So I'm gonna get mine out the way first. Okay. Um, mine <laughs> in in any particular order. Um, my first Sega game, um, is actually relatively new. It's oh. gonna be uh, Bayonetta. Oh, good yeah, pick, man. Good pick. And, uh, I, I, first of all, I, I don't think a lot of people realize Sega made Bayonetta. And what happened was... What? Sega made Bayonetta? What? Sega, Sega made Bayonetta. What? It didn't... And it, the thing about it was the timing for the first one was good and bad because the reasoning for Bayonetta in the first place was because it was supposed to be like a Devil May Cry sequel or prequel yeah, you can tell from the gameplay that it was definitely very Devil May Cry esque. But at the time that it came out, I think it was right before Part Four came out, and that was like a lot of people had, had kind of gotten tired of it. Just before the revamp of Devil May Cry, you know, it was getting old. So they said, okay, you know what? Let's flip the script. Let's give it to a let's give it a female character. And I mean, it's it was definitely slept on. And then Nintendo came in with the Wii U. Was like, "Yo, <laughs> let's uh, let's make a game. Let's, you know what? Give it to us." And when you think about it, Nintendo doesn't make mature rated games, so they took Ew. a gamble. So they were like, "All right, look. Not only are we going to make the sequel, we're going to throw in the original." And I was like, "That was like the best thing." Yeah. A lot, that a lot was more people started. And I think honestly, if it wasn't for that, you wouldn't have Bay in Smash Brothers. But, oh, absolutely not. So yeah, the, I mean the first the first game was made by Sega. The set the Bayonetta two was made by Sega and Nintendo. Part three is gonna be made by Sega and Nintendo. But yeah, I I love it. I think it was, it was fresh. The design, the, you know, the character is awesome. The dude, her uh, sidekick reminds me like of a scumbag version of Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> the graphics were awesome. Um, it was a good story. And I mean, of course, Bay is easy on the eyes, but she was eye candy. But when you think about it, when you play the game, you realize it's not, you know, she's just not there for eye candy. Right. She's literally the epitome of no fucks. Yep. (laughs) And like, it's rare to have that. It's rare to have that in a female video game character. It's always a guy. You know, like she's like a sexy, feminine, feminist version of Duke Nukem, where it's just, like, she's self-aware, she gives no Fs, and, like, yeah, her body is her hair, and the more she fights and the more, more intense the fight is, the hair just disappears, and, you know, this yeah. happens to be part of the design, but that doesn't make the game, so to speak. Um, but, yeah, it's a great title. I love the series. I fell in love with it again when it came out on Wii U, and I cannot wait for Part 3 to come out, so, bam, oh, yeah. First pick. Um, second game is going to be NFL 2K. Ooh. And there's Bruh. a lot of history with this title because 
I remember back, like we were talking about earlier, going to Babbage's, Funko Land, Software, et cetera. And Funko Land and Eastover. Woo! Is that still there? Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, stop, stop, man. I'm just, I'm just, I, haven't, I haven't been to DC in three years, man. So I'm just it ain't there. It. It's not. Dude, I, oh. I, I make a day out of East Over. I would go to Funko Land. No, you go to Funko Land, Little Caesars, Rainbow, yeah. Shopping, get your haircut. Let me tell you how bad it is. Let me tell you what I would do at East Over. Sorry, guys. If you don't know East Over is, it's in DC. It's on the it's on the it's right on that line. It's on the corner of Maryland and DC. That I live there. <laughs> so I will walk over to Burger King first and eat. Then mm -hmm. I would go and CVS, get myself an energy drink. Then I would go to Funko Land. Then I would walk down and I would go into Shoe City and see if I want to buy any overpriced uh, socks or sweatpants. Or, or Foot Locker. <laughs> yeah, go to Foot Locker. Then I didn't know Jonathan worked at D Mart. So I would, I would probably go, go over there and try to buy some bootleg CDs or buy a CRT TV that somebody stole. Um, and then I will walk over to the laundromat and I'll play Cruising USA. Then I head on back home. Mm. Bro, that was a whole day. I just realized you could have a whole, whole no, day. It's a whole you could you could get locked up because there was a police station there. Yeah, yeah. You got the you got the you got the barbershop right there. You had two or three different Korean joints. One of them had seafood. You had Popeyes. You had Burger King. You had GameStop. You had Subway. You had Pizza Hut. McDonald's was like a short, like two blocks away from there. Not to mention that other shopping center that was right across from Eastover with <laughs> uh, downtown locker room yeah. and another laundromat and a pawn shop. That literally could have been an entire day if you ain't have if you had a bus pass. Like if you, <laughs> if you didn't have a car, but you, like, you were like, I'm hey girl, let's go out. Boom. <laughs> I mean, it's literally like it, I mean it's crazy. Like, you think about it, you could make a and I, it's sad because it's really not the best environment, but you can literally, if you, actually, if you actually plan your day out, it's a whole day it's affair. A whole day. <laughs> so yeah, you're going to your picks. Uh, talking about East overall. They would do a podcast with East over. Yeah, it's like nobody, bro. This is like people when you talk will be listening. Like, what the hell is East over? So anyway, well, um, guess what, guys? If you want a great shopping experience, head no, to Iverson okay. Mall. They have a no. lot of great discounts, a lot of great stores, and great cookies. So head over to Iverson Mall. Iverson Mall. Come for the snickerdoodles, stay for the robbery. Oh, snap. Uh, so <laughs> you fix, man. <laughs> 2K. A lot of people don't realize, like, so first and foremost, the history with this title, um, this first came out of the Dreamcast. Back then, Madden was the only game in town, right? And EA was like, nah, bro, we're not going to give y'all Madden on this new system. Sega was like, all right, boom, no problem. We're going to make our own football game. It's going to be better than y'all's. Top deck. They went out with a company called Visual Con Concepts, which would later be known as 2K Sports. And they created this football game that, bruh, like, think about the Madden that came out the year before and the 2K that came out at that time. It was like, and I remember, like I was saying, I, I remember going into software, etc., cetera, or Babbage's, and they had the demo of NFL 2K playing. I'm like, yo, what is that? And they were like, that's the new Dreamcast coming out, bro. I'm like, yo, what the, what is that football? <laughs> Madden? He was like, nah, nah, that's not, that's not Madden. Say, that's Sega's game. Let's like, do 128-bit graphics. We ain't got to we don't mess with that other stuff. No, we on the real stuff now. It, it looks, and, and for its time, yeah. It was so realistic. And then you had, don't forget, 
that uh, Dreamcast had the VMU, so you can pick your play off the VMU, and the person who's playing right beside you would never know your play because it's on you instead of the screen. Not to mention, it was the first football game that allowed you to play online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you said, like I think we, we talked about this a few days ago, you had Randy Moss. It was like pretty Dude. much like O. Jackson. It, it was a wrap. That was the one thing about, yeah. 99, I mean, about uh, uh, NFL 2K. You're sitting there, you get Randy Moss, and you got that squad, the Vikings, man. They were rated 99. I mean, you automatically going to win. Just like uh, what year was that when um, Michael Vick? Oh, yeah, I remember that, man. Michael Vick had a 99 rate. I was like, come on, Ooh. Ron. Come on, son. Like Bo Jackson and Tech, Tech Bowl. Like, every, yeah. every game has that <laughs> Bo Jackson X player, and, and Randy Moss was that player. But the game was awesome. I remember hooking up that 56K modem core to the, to the dream. <laughs> and, like, you know, today, today's standards, a kid would be like, yo, why it's taking so long? But back then? Playing to get somebody well, for a football game online, crazy. I mean, I, I never really went online in the first place, but just to have that option, just to have that that competitiveness to go online with a stranger and play football and start talking trash. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know? um, but, yeah, and that, that game, man, like Dreamcast had so many hidden gems, but that, that paved the way. Like, think about it. You wouldn't have half the 2K game, like NBA 2K. You wouldn't have – the WWE 2K19, you wouldn't have any of those games if it wasn't for that partnership that Visual Concepts and Sega had back in the day. So 20 years ago almost, when they, they shook hands, kind of like um, Cyclops and Ryu from X-Men vs. Street Fighter, they, they <laughs> had that, that handshake. <laughs> Just think about all those games, the, the NHL games, the NBA games, the NFL games, the wrestling games. That came out because of that partnership, but that first game was the one. I mean, of course, the next one after that, and then and also from uh, another key fact was like once 2K came out, it beat Madden in sales and in ratings for like three years in a row. When I was my last year of high school, I didn't know a single person who played Madden. Everybody I knew, everybody in high school had a Dreamcast. Like yeah. everybody in it, everybody had NFL 2K. And it was just like NFL 2K, NBA 2K. I knew it was going down after school. Like, bring your controllers. We're going to meet up, and we're going to make this happen. But just think about that. Like, think about, like, Madden was, like, the end-all, be-all. Some newcomer comes in and just squashes you. And yeah, because only- as soon as 2K came out, it was like Madden was, like, the the old man. And then you had 2K yeah. being, like, you know, targeting us. <laughs> Graphics and it had like the trend had all. And the thing about it, I think the only thing, man, remember like Madden, that like one year had like the ambulance, like when you get, <laughs> yeah, they run over the players and stuff. Yeah, the lightning would strike, <laughs> and then all of a sudden the ambulance would come out and pick them up. That was it. That was your only like good thing you had going for you. Meanwhile, 2K comes out. It's online play. You got you got your handheld mode where you can do your plays without other people seeing it. Your yep. graphics was like the most realistic at its time, and Madden was like, well. We we got to go back to the drawing board. Oh god! So yeah, so NFL two K man, we could. I mean, do if if you want, we can we can get that work next time we uh, hook up. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we already know my Dreamcast ready to go. So uh, (laughs) my third pick, um, because I I got I had to go back to Genesis. Oh yeah, the game that I spent more time 
with than any other Genesis game. Probably the only other game I can think of that spent more time in my console than this one was Mortal Kombat when it first came out. Yeah. Because I remember Mortal Monday very vividly. <laughs> I remember my dad is probably one of the coolest men I ever know because you're thinking about a game comes out on a Monday, which is yep. rare for a video game. But it ha you have Mortal Monday. I remember my dad played a trick on me and like he asked me for weeks, like, you know, you know, what you want? I was like, dude, I want Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I, like, I can't I can't get that for you. Your mom's never gonna allow it. It's it's it's, it's violence and stuff like that. We'll yeah. just go to the arcade. We'll just go to the arcade. Mortal Monday came, and he was like, I know the game comes out today. I tell you what, as soon as you get home, you do your homework, we'll go to the arcade, right? So yeah. that's all I thought about. For eight hours straight, I'm like, man, everybody else is going to be having it at home, but at least my <laughs> So I got home. I did my homework. He's like, you did your homework? I'm like, yeah. Did you get in trouble today? Nah, I bet. <laughs> nah. I put my coat on. I took my, my book pad off. I'm like, let's go. And he was like, where are you going? I said, you said we're going to the arcade. Man, go in your room. I was like, what? Oh. Go in my room. Goddamn Mortal Kombat was waiting on <laughs> Oh, nice. Right? Hot, hot damn. Made my week. I, <laughs> I was like, dude, I had straight A's for like that whole rest of the semester. Man. I was like, I'm not letting this man take, a, take it away from me. So yeah. <laughs> combat story but my favorite genesis game street of rage 2. oh Ooh. this entire series is phenomenal i can't wait for this the uh the sequel that comes out i know we haven't heard any i mean i've seen the the the, uh, the pics of it and i've seen like a, a short video of it of gameplay and it looks phenomenal yeah but um like so many memories with this game and like once again sega gets pushed against the wall. They they want something, they can't have it, they make their own version of it. Because basically this was Sega's version of Final Fight. And when, I guess, I don't know, even even though Capcom developed Final Fight, yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't give Sega Final Fight. I, I don't know if it was like, in, they that Capcom had something in cooperation with Nintendo. But like all the Final Fight games, uh, Final Fight, Final Fight 2, Final Fight Guy, even Mighty Final Fight came out for regular Nintendo, but they wouldn't give Sega a Final Fight game. So Sega was like, all right, bet. well, let's make our own version of it. And it was like way better. And like, like I, I know there's like, you know, one through three, but of course my main reason for picking part two was Skate. Oh but yeah. To, to have that, I mean, and, and you know, I, I know we don't even have to say this anymore, but to point out, like, back in the day, like, to have a character of minority to play, because, yeah, I think this is, like, early 90s or mid-90s, so to have, like, I mean, we're so used to picking, like, you know, the white guy, you know, yep. the cut-off sleeves and the, and the muscles, or just the big dude that looks like Sagat or Wesley. Yeah, or the Hulk Hogan but, character. Yeah, the whole, the, the, you know, the, the stereotypical Hulk Hogan Ultimate Warrior looking yep. guy. To have a kid, you know, the, the black kid with the backwards hat, and he was literally on roller skates whooping ass. <laughs> dude, he, he got up on your shoulders to start beating yeah, you in the oh, back of your head, bro. Yep. 
like that old Bugs Bunny cartoon when the dude's like, I want an Easter egg, I want an Easter egg. Oh my God. That really reminds me of every time he just flips up and just like starts pummeling you on your face. Like, oh, he, 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 whatever that little voice was. Dude, bro. Dude. Man. I just, like, I spent so much time and, like, it's a great, it's, you know, kind of like Final Fight. Where it's all right. it's it's okay playing by yourself. You can get nah, nah. Yeah. It's a two player game, man. Two player game for your ass, man. and yeah. just like it, it, it took everything from part one. It made it better, but like to have that character for me, you know, because you know representation matters, baby. And when you're a oh, kid, absolutely. especially when you're playing a game like that, just to have that character, man. And, you know, so it might be small to some people, but. Yeah, the Streets of Rage is like the end all be all of beat em ups. And like, I know part three had like the guy with the robotic arm, and then it was, <laughs> and then it was like the kangaroo. And all oh, that. yeah. I'm like, I'm good. Yes. Like, part <laughs> two was like the perfection. Like, that was the epitome right there. So, yeah, those are my three. I have Bayonetta, uh, NFL 2K, and uh, Streets of Rage 2. So, it kind of pretty much every single. I tried to. I, it, it, I've tried to span on different consoles. So you got your Genesis, you got your Dreamcast, you got your. Even though Bayonetta wasn't on the Sega system per se, but I mean, it's just that that far reach of like how even after they stopped making hardware, they were still able to put out quality games. So those are my picks. Man, those are. I mean, those are really Damn. good, especially like Streets uh, Streets of Rage two and oh man. I got some words about Streets of Rage too. <laughs> Man, that's that's. Do I just remember beating up on Sloppy Joe and and fighting on the baseball field? Man, that game, Bruh. Man, I I I mean, it's I like to, for side scrollers oh, for a Sega Genesis game, like one of the top tier. Oh yeah. Well, uh, I'll go next. Oh, you going? Okay. Yeah, man, I'll go. I'll okay, let cool. you finish it. it. You know, it's Sega. I'll let you go. Save the best for last, you know? Since, since you know, you, you came out with that crappy comment about, you know, Nintendo, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so I usually like to do, um, like, uh, an honorable mention just because, I mean, there's so many Sega games to pick from. But one thing I do want to point out about Streets, Streets of Rage 2, uh, in my opinion, had the greatest soundtrack of any sega genesis game out there uh the entire soundtrack was produced by yuzu koshiro and he is the man behind the in the bar uh theme in streets of rage 2 it's like it's like the the most iconic theme in that game dude that that soundtrack for when you're in the bar it gets you hype man exactly dude I've been pumped up and like, oh, somebody get these hands and yep. these skates, boy. Let's go. Oh, man. It's so. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Yo, bro. I got the goosebumps right now. Dude, I know. It's so good. And, like, you know, I was, uh, my sister was too young to play uh, with me at the time. So it was me and my mom who actually beat the game together. And, wow. you know, Thanks. getting that ending like i couldn't do it by myself so she helped me i got the ending and that ending theme song was just like man like i can't believe i did it and the music is just it's so good hey, um y'all come holler at me i know i know y'all don't have xbox but i have streets to race 2 on xbox and it's online multiplayer bro i, I got xbox oh uh, well, actually i played with breeze breeze and i ran through a couple of stages but yo 
I got Street to Rage 2. I got it for $2 on Xbox Live. Oh, back. hell yeah, dude. dude Once yeah, I get we, it back, it's on. It's two players, and you can link up with your boys. I was like, oh, it's down. It's going on. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, that's Street to Rage 2. Man, I'm, I have to say something about it. I mean, the music, in my opinion, was the best. Um, that, was the, that was one of the games that they put on uh, vinyl. Yeah. Oh my God! I know. They uh, they put it up on uh, I am eight bit and I missed out on it. I know. Mm. <laughs> and what they Ricky likes, Ricky loves vinyls. Oh, that is true. I have a huge video game collection. I'm gonna start collecting again. You got to, man. I mean, they're gonna be worth a lot. But I would never sell them. They're just too good. <laughs> But uh, so under my pick, my my runner up. I'm not going to say too much about it, but uh, my runner up, I switched uh, from what I told you guys. Um, it is Mutant League Football for the Ooh, Sega Genesis. Boy. Yep. And so this game did not have Bones Justice in it. I don't know why. But or Razor Kid. No Razor Kid. No Dark Star. Oh, actually, they had Team Dark Star. They did, yeah. Uh, but I mean. This was this is a football game that I believe it it, it was based off the uh, the Madden engine, but yep. they kind of switched it. They added some stuff to it. There was more you can do, and like I I've never been so scared of a game, but had so much fun at, at the same time. Uh, and with the video game, I had the game, and then I was introduced to the cartoon after that. Uh, and then I went back to the game, and I just had a new whole perspective, you know, of, of you know, where's Bones Justice, and why isn't he in it? Uh, but, I mean, Mutant League is so underrated. Not many people know about it, uh, other than you guys. Um, so, I mean, shout out to Mutant League. There's a reason why that game is, like, 50, 60 bucks. Yeah. If you had the opportunity, uh... The uh, the remake they made just came out a few months ago. It's, it's underrated, but it's really fun though. Oh yeah, I got it. What it come out for? Yeah, it should yeah. go all the systems. Yeah, it's oh. all the systems. I got it. Uh, I got it when it was on Black Friday. Yeah, for like twenty bucks. Yeah. Oh I, snap! And and I, I have Xbox and I thought it has still has great mechanics and they got the buzz saws on like the <laughs> ten yard line. Yeah, it's rough boy. Oh uh, man, it's, it's really well done. Like I really wanted to have a league with it because I mean, there's a lot of there's, a, there's like a four or five different teams you can choose from. Yeah, one of the uh, things that's really cool about the Genesis version, and I'm not sure, and I and I know they had Mutant League hockey. Which yeah, was, which was just as good. But I think one of the cool things about it that went un, unknown was you could buy off the refs. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And I was like, no, this was like it, it was like <laughs> it was like everything Madden would never do. <laughs> it was kind of like a, a wrestling game yeah, too. Exactly. Like, I mean, pay off the ref. It was like, and then they had like hazards and like uh, finishing moves. Yep, the power bomb. And I think like I, I'm trying to remember. I, it's been a while since I played it, but I remember. Like if you play like championship mode, the team that won died. You know that that does ring a bell. I do remember <laughs> death. <laughs> like it was like a like a cool animation, and I'm don't quote me on it, but I'm because I'm old and trying to remember stuff from like 20 years ago. But <laughs> I, re I vaguely remember like the championship game, 
is like they put everybody on their shoulders and you thinking that they're just like walking off like, yeah, you won. And then they all get thrown into a, like a pit of lava. Oh my God. Something like that. I, I'm, I vaguely remember it, but I'm going to have to go back. I'm going to have to see that for myself. I, I, oh my God. I like it's been a while, but I remember uh, marathoning it just to, just to beat it. And I believe I was like, yo, I thought we won. And I was like, <laughs> And I was like, uh, I guess not. And it was like game over. And like, oh, all right, cool. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's that's a oh my god, that's an amazing game. Oh yeah. Um, so my top three, starting with number three, uh, is the answer to a link to the past, uh, because Sega was lacking a an adventure game like Zelda. Um, you know, you didn't really have you know, this epic story with a hero going to like all of these temples and dungeons and beating the last boss. You didn't have that um, until Monster Boy, or not Monster Boy, but Wonder Boy in Monster World. Um, so it's basically, if you think of Zelda 2, Link's Awakening, it's the side scrolling one. Um, nobody really liked that one. I didn't like it. But uh, this game is a side-scrolling game uh, for, for the Sega, and it, it's not the first game. It's like either the fourth or the fifth game. Um, I, didn't, I didn't play the other ones. Uh, this is the first Wonder Boy game I ever played. But so, I mean, honestly, it's, it's a Zelda clone, but they did it better on the Genesis, I think. Um, not A Link to the Past, but the second Zelda. But, uh, so you're playing this boy, uh, Shion, and you have to save the monster world from this, like, bio, like, Ganon. He looks like Ganon, but he's not Ganon. Um, so, I mean, you can, like, run, uh, jump, eh, eh, like, anything you can do in a side-scrolling game, you can do it. Um, and each dungeon you go to, you get armor, stat boosts, spears, different swords, weapons, um, and you just, you get more powerful. It's... Zelda 2, but better. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it's not too, like... I mean, you play it, and you're like, oh my god, Zelda 2, but better. I mean, literally, that's all you got to say about it. Um, so if you haven't played Wonder Boy uh, in Monster World, I would check it out. I'm not sure if it's out anywhere else. Uh, it could be on, like, the Vita... But I'm not sure. <laughs> but um, so I mean, if you if you cannot play Wonder Boy, you can pick up Monster Boy uh, in the Cursed Kingdom. That's on the PS4, on the Nintendo Switch. It's sort of like a uh, um, a sequel, um, and it's amazing. I cannot put it down. Pick it up, Monster Boy in the Cursed Kingdom. Let's go. Uh, so my number two. My number two is Sonic the Hedgehog number two for the Genesis. Mm. And I know, Rick. I know, Rick. Okay. Okay. You know what? I'm going to let Ricky have this one. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are okay. you sure? Okay. What I'm going to say right now, and this is what I got to say, and I, I'll, I'll do my second, my third, and my fourth, but Sonic 2, I'm going to go ahead and say it, is my favorite Sega game of all time. This is my absolute favorite, and it's going to be for all the right reasons that Ricky says right now. <laughs> and I, I, I will. I will see. I will see for this. I will let him have this one. 
Um, I got other honorable mentions. I can move up to like num number four spot, and I'll be fine. But Sonic Two, it is does it, for me. I don't have to say anything. That Ricky's not going to say it's the greatest freaking <laughs> Sega game of all time. Like, go ahead. <laughs> all right. So yeah, uh, Sonic One was my first Sonic game, and uh, you know, I I thought it was amazing. It was great, but you know, I felt like something was missing, and I, I like. I still had more fun with Super Mario than I did Sonic, but I thought Sonic was, like, you know, it's still a pretty good game. Uh, and then, you know, maybe a year or so later after Sonic 1 came out, Sonic 2 came out, and my mom got it for me for my birthday. And let me just tell you, as soon as I plugged this game in, as soon as I started the first level, and you could dash, the graphics were better, the music was better, it you had tails you had a partner like i was like holy crap you don't get any of this with mario and so sonic 2 was like i mean i was young i you know seven uh actually five five or six at the time and uh that game was a lot harder uh trying to beat as a kid and so you know having no save states having starting over every time you turn off the game it was just like, when am I ever gonna get past Chemical Plant? <laughs> I keep drowning. The boss, I keep, I can't do it. And so I keep, I kept playing. And I remember this one time where uh, my parents were going out of town, and they were gonna leave me with my cousin uh, to to watch me for the weekend. And so I brought my Genesis over. And so me and my cousin Mindy, we we played Sonic all night. And I remember we finally got to the hilltop zone where it's like that. Uh, bluish greenish like forest level um and i was like oh my god we can finally beat this game hold on what stage uh you, uh, you were saying greenish yeah it's like uh hilltop it has lava in it oh yeah hill hilltop zone yeah hilltop zone that i mean they have the little um the little uh, what are they? Brontosauruses that stick the little mechanical brontosauruses yep. stick themselves out the lava and shoot. Exactly, yeah, that's the one. And wow. so we, we finally made it to that level, and I was like, oh my god, I, I've never seen this level. This is amazing. And so my cousin's friend had a had a code book. And I was like, what? And we pulled up codes for Sonic Two, and I I still remember the two codes that matter, and it, it's it's. When you enter the the sound select screen, you hit 19, 65, 9, and 17, and then you hold A and press start, and you get the level select screen, and you can see how many levels there are. My mind was blown. That was the first time I, I, I was ever introduced to cheat codes or anything like that. And then there was a code that said supersonic. And I was like, what is a supersonic? Ooh. And so it was like, you got to type in 4126, and then you'll hear a ring sound, and if you collect 50 rings, you'll turn into supersonic. And I was like, no way. So, you know, going through, uh, you know, skipping around, like, levels and stuff, trying to see ones that we haven't seen before, collecting 50 rings, turning into supersonic, that music, the, the speed. I mean, this game was everything I could have asked for and more, like, Everything happened at once, you know, introducing uh, cheat codes into games, uh, you know, getting, beating Sonic 2 that night. And I don't, 
there's I could talk about Sonic Two uh, for hours. Um, you know, I did beat Sonic Two that night. Fought the giant Doctor Robotnik. Uh, had to get through uh, Metal Sonic with no rings, and uh, it took a few tries. But you know, I beat Sonic Two that night, and that's when I was like, "Best Sonic game ever! No Sonic game will ever top it." God honest <laughs> truth. There, there, there's not, there's nothing else to say. If anybody wants to say something about that, come fight me. And <laughs> people who want to get mad. Sonic 3 plus Knuckles is not one game. Nope. It is a great it together, it's a masterpiece, but I cannot give Sonic 3 props because it is an incomplete game. And Sonic right. and Knuckles is an incomplete game. But mm -hmm. I'm not giving props to you got to put two games together to get something great. I'm not giving props to that. That Sick. is a, a really good point. Sega out there making expansion packs before they were cool. Oh, I see that's uh, what I'm saying. Like Sega was doing it before everybody else, and they should have just waited their turn. But you know, it was like one thing. Sega was like when Sonic Three and then Sonic Knuckles came out. Sega was at the Sega Genesis was at kind of at the end. He like Vector Man was like it for Sega oh, Genesis. Oh man, yeah. And it was one of those things where they rushed out Sonic Three and it wasn't complete. Uh, so they created the Sonic and Knuckles thing out of everywhere. And by the time Sonic, Sonic and Knuckles came out, people already moved on to Saturn and PlayStation. Yep. And it was just like, and then people had to go back. I wasn't able to play Sonic and Knuckles and three until two years ago and ricky cheered me on through the whole campaign that's right and it was like the greatest experience ever because like, you know it's something i got to do is on my bucket list and ricky like cheered me on through the whole thing i posted on facebook <laughs> i got all the emeralds i beat the game all 100 what a long ass game yep <laughs> oh wow i mean i think we, I, we need to have a podcast just talking about our top three sonic games i'm just saying oh, 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 oh okay you know we, we, Okay, next week I was getting there. I mean, it was next on the list. So, oh no! Uh, all right, no. Hey, we'll okay. let you finish it off. We'll let you finish it off. Okay, no, what I'm saying, but so I'm going to throw it out there. Next week we're gonna do. A lot of people did give us a lot of a lot of great Sonic games that they chose in their top three. Oh, um, you know, we'll still we'll still go with it next week. Ricky and I'll give you a top top three picks for our favorite Sonic games. We'll have a separate topic though as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if you're ready for my. I, I don't know if you're ready for my number one because uh, this game is is a defining moment in Sega's history for me, and that is Fantasy Star Online episode one and two. I somebody got to somebody got to start the slow clap, man. Oh man, somebody got to start. I got the tear in my eye and everything. This game came out of nowhere for me, and. I found out about it because my friend Philip had it, and I went over to his house, and he was playing it on his Dreamcast, and he was playing with other people. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you playing with an NPC, or are you playing with yeah. an actual person? He's like, no, this is a person. And they're, and they're chatting, and I'm like, whoa, what is this? And I, like, I, that was, that, I mean, that just broke my mind, because I never thought you could do that in a video game. Like, hanging out with your friends and like talking saying whatever the hell you want and i'm like i i have never owned a dreamcast in my life and it's it's the one regret that as a sega fan uh never owning one um so you know i i missed the the launch of fantasy star on on the dreamcast but that's when my favorite Sega console, the Nintendo GameCube, came out. <laughs> and 
Fantasy Star Online Episode 1 and 2. 2 being, uh, what is it? Um, only for, like, the, the GameCube. It never came out on the Dreamcast. And I was like, this is it. This is my time. I could play this game online, and and I'm going to have an experience. So the GameCube comes out. I get Fantasy Star Online, and, I mean, the graphics and, and the combat and the music. The music is is top tier. I mean, you know, I said Streets of Rage 2 had the greatest soundtrack on, on the Genesis, but I'm going to say, as, you know, Fantasy Star Online 1 and 2 have the greatest soundtrack in Sega's library, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, it had it had everything. Uh you know the battle themes the the relaxing uh beach themes and like just even if you weren't playing with your friends online it still felt like you were playing with friends online because the the npcs were so like like with you and they weren't dumb and they weren't just they didn't feel like filler to me and so every time i played it i would always trick my sister saying I'm playing with my friends, and I was only playing with the NPCs, and she thought I was, like, the coolest person ever because I was playing online. Uh, in reality, I was just playing single player. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, I mean, I have put so much time and effort into that game, and when they closed their servers, man, I was not – I wasn't even done, and I, I couldn't finish what I wanted to do with it, and uh, I, it, even though it's it, it's my favorite Sega game of all time, it left a huge hole in my heart because I, I couldn't finish it. I couldn't do everything I wanted to do. Um, but I have to say, to this day, I have not completed very hard mode. It's the last mode there is, um, and I I needed I needed the online so I can get friends to help me do it because it's impossible to do it on your own. Yeah. Uh, and since they closed the servers, you can't do it. I, I have to get my friends over here with their memory cards and I, that's the only way to do it, but I haven't, I haven't done it yet. Uh, but I mean, fantasy star online has been honestly one of the greatest video game experiences I've had. So, I mean, that's why it's taken my number one Sega spot. Respect. I have nothing but respect because of fantasy star online. I tell you, when that, that game came out, I've said it plenty of times on Top Trio. My mom didn't get calls for the whole weekend. <laughs> uh, I was jacked in. I mean, a, a, until they, add, I mean, it was great to they added P, PVP and then yeah. kill you when you spawn, oh. and that was the absolute worst. Yeah. Uh, but the game, being a creature character from start to finish and going online and completing quests with random people, your friends, I mean, God, man, God, I love Sega, man. Oh, I, I know, right? Sega. You know, Sega had the best ideas i mean they had the they were so creative in their game design i just wish they could have been more creative in their marketing yeah okay all right rick take it home okay home. so i don't know how i top these guys um <laughs> the sonic 2 thing um like everything ricky said um it's for me personally it's the greatest sonic it's the greatest sega game of all time I have never put more time into it. I have I actually have, I've, I've come close to one of the records for the uh, for completion in the game. I played this game through front and back, front and back. I can get all the emeralds before the end of the uh, 
the uh, the first was it Emerald Emerald Hill Zone Emerald, Emerald Hill yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I can get all the emeralds before I get to Chemical Planet and that's right um, they're all yeah, I I have mastered this game from start to finish I could probably do it with my eyes closed ask my brother Ryan I have played this game probably at least seven hundred times in my lifetime yeah it's it's the greatest game of all time and I. I, there's nothing else I need to say. The great thing about the game, I will say, is that I was able to play it with my brother. So that was great. Yep. We played play together. And the fact that you hook up an Atari controller to your uh, your Genesis, you can use that as a second player controller as well. What? Yeah, the Atari, the Atari controller fits. It's the same port. Oh, yep. my God. You're right. What? Hang on a second. I mean, keep talking. I'm looking at I mean, Atari, Atari <laughs> Sega, and the Sega Master System all had the same oh, parts, same, sa- port. same ports, and I mean, it's, it's they're pretty much all just clones of each other. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, I tell you, we had it. We would play with it. You know, it was, it, you know, it's not better than Nash controller. But if you ever want to have, <clears throat> you had a broken controller, you got an Atari controller sitting around. You hook up the Atari controller, and keep on going with your day. Bro, you know, that is awesome. That's crazy. Yeah, I've I have put so many hours in Sonic 2. Um, but yeah, I'm going to my picks. Like Ricky, I like to have an honorable mention. Okay. Um, my honorable mention, I run this game probably three, four hundred times. Um, uh, sorry, not three or four hundred times. <laughs> um, I've written I probably rented every Friday for a whole year. Um, and, you know, we had a Power Ranger podcast a while back. I mean, humongous oh, Power Ranger fan. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is the movie. It, it is people slept on this game. It's better than the SNES version. Oh, but, by a mile. But this game, it is up there with Streets of Rage. I swear to anybody here. The fact that you actually, it, you know, it doesn't even really even take place in the movie universe. <laughs> it, it starts from the beginning of Power Rangers. It moves on up. You have the destruction of, of the Ninja Zords. And then you kind of go into um, uh, Ivan Ooze and stuff. And then the game keeps on going. It, it, it meshes the story from the show and Ivan News story into one. So there's so much going on. And it was just like, you know, people love Tommy, love play with White Ranger. White Ranger was in the, was in this joint, and, but you had all the other Rangers and all of them were still great guys to have. And the fact, that it, it kind of, it reminded me a lot of um, uh, Turtles in Time. You were able to kind of, you were able to kind of like throw the, um, the, uh, the putties. And, oh, and right. Knew, yeah. So the game was fantastic. I mean, and the fact that, that you could actually fight with the actual um, Megazords as well throughout the game. Yep. Um, it's one of my honorable mentions. Uh, love, love Power Ranger movie. Love the game. Uh, that was fantastic. Dude, I I cannot tell you how much better the Sega game is. Uh, uh, <laughs> I just I can't get the words out because the SNES version sucked. It was horrible. I'm like, what is this crap? It's not even. <laughs> It, it's not even about the movie. I don't know. Somebody just came up with some ideas. Like we're just gonna slap Power Ranger movie on top. Yeah, of it. we're just gonna make it uh, NES graphics on the Super Nintendo, and but, uh, your weapons look like shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if you ever want to play a great, um, a great uh, Power Ranger game on SNES, the uh, the uh, what's the the Zord one when you got to play the Zord. Oh my it, gosh, dude, yes. that game. Yo, they have like 25 hit air combos in that game. I've seen it play competitively. The game is wild. Oh, yeah. I've seen some tournaments. Yeah. I was like, hold on. These people play this joint competitively. I said, wow, okay. But that's a whole other topic. So, um, <laughs> actually, I had an epiphany because um, 
Uh, somebody else, I saw some responses, and I really thought about, you know, I mean, this kind of goes into my fourth pick. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I was, this is going to be my honorable mention. This game was fantastic. Um, it, I think it was, it was a great idea for Sega. I'm so mad there's not a sequel. And I thought it was just absolutely fantastic. And I've never felt more like a kid and had um, so much nostalgia. But Sonic Generations is uh-huh. my number four pick. Um, I have... I, I felt all the things I felt with Sonic 2. And just the fact that I can go through all the Sonic games that I enjoyed that I didn't enjoy as well and play those stages and get through them and hear the music and the fact that you can change the soundtrack for certain stages after you beat the game, unlock the Super Sonic, being able like the last stage of Sonic Generation, you end up playing against the giant egg robot again in 3D. I'm just like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Like, I'm like a little kid again. And I thought it was absolutely fantastic. And they include some of the other characters as well. But it, it just going through playing uh, Escape from the City, yeah, you know, playing the Sonic two stages, playing the Sonic one stage, Sonic three stages, going back, playing through uh, was it not Sonic Chaos? What was it Sonic Colors? Um, going through, you know, playing, you know, going back to Sky Zone. I was just totally amazing. And I, the sad part, I hate Sonic two thousand five, but the re, when they redid it on uh, Generations, you played the music. The music for Sonic two thousand five was amazing. You mean Sonic 06? Oh, yeah, Sonic 06, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it, right, trust I, me, I, I want to forget about it too, man. Oh. I'm sorry. Amazing soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Crappy ass. Oh, I, I, I could punch Sega for that one. <laughs> Bro, can you talk about the trailer? Can you talk about the first time you saw the trailer and how hyped you were and Dude, then you play the, the game? It's 360. You give me a, a Sonic game on 360. Sonic Adventure 3, let's go. That's how I'm looking at it. <laughs> right. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Graphics are amazing. Okay, I ain't really cool with Shadow. Okay, well, this is guy Silver. Okay, cool. I'll get down with it. Then I play the game. I'm like, what the hell is this shit? <laughs> I was like, yo, I said, I got to play with all three of them. Oh, I said, what God. the hell? I said, who created this shit? Then you create a system so you can just run off the stage. And I'm like, bro, like... Like you guys did nothing. Like, I, I, I've ran through mountains and died in this game. I'm like, who created this game? <laughs> You're killing me over here. And then the sad part is about, about the stages work. So they have lasers, so you can't get past stages. You know, uh. like. But the sad part is, if you walk up to the laser, you'll start blinking. And you can walk the laser going to the stage. So yeah. I didn't, I didn't have to complete objectives. I just hit the laser, lose two coins, walk through the laser, keep on going <laughs> through the stage. And I'm like, this doesn't require. Any like type of thought process at all. This is real simple. Yep. Oh my god, this game. Ugh. So, <laughs> um, yeah, with Sonic Generations, number four of all, number four. Um, number three, I'm gonna give props to. Not, not a lot of people play this game. This is one of those games that kind of came out right around when Vector Man and Sonic and Knuckles came out. Ooh. But uh, Ristar. Oh, Ristar is like. It is just as good as Sonic 2, in my opinion. Um, the soundtrack was absolutely stunning. The graphics were amazing. The game should the game should have really came out for Saturn. Um, they were actually contemplating it when it came out. They were going to have it come out for Saturn, but they chose to keep it on Sega. The Japanese version is a lot different and a lot. Um, it's a darker story. They, it's it's a little bit lighthearted in the English version, but yeah. just the soundtrack and the graphics like. You, if you play this game, you'll be shocked at the fact that this is a Sega Genesis game. 
like those the last three games, like you look at Sonic and Knuckles, you look at Vector Man and, and Ristar, they pushed the Genesis. You know, the Genesis came out with a new system at the end, so they yeah. really pushed the hardware at the end for those games. And this was just amazing, just being able to, like, you got to speak on rods to kind of, like, go across the fly across the stage. Um, there was time, like, you got to pick up items and throw them, throw them into other people's stomach and make them throw up. Like, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's an ice stage that's absolutely stunning. Um, it's probably, and that's the sad part, like, if it came out earlier, I would say it was better than Sonic 2. Um, Ooh. And that's the hard part. If it came out earlier, I would say it's better than Sonic 2. But the hype and the people who played it love it, but it came out at such a late time, people didn't really see a chance to enjoy the game. Yeah. But if you if you look at any of the reviews, the game got a 10 out of 10. It's, ab- it's absolutely... I mean, I could play it right now. I mean, I've, I have it on 360. Well, I had it on my 360, but um, great game. Um, It's up there with Sonic 2, man. I, I, I tell anybody, play Ristar. Make sure you have V-Sync on, because if you play it on any other platform without V-Sync on, you're going to die. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's actually absolutely stunning. I'm just, I'm telling you guys, you got to play this game. It's one of the best side scrollers I've played like ever. All right, yeah, I'm yeah. definitely gonna check it out. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Stages get dramatically harder, and the thing is too, it's one of those games to where you really need to, at some points in the game, you really need to get a sheet of paper and yeah. write down patterns. Because it gets complicated, and you got to know where certain tubes are, know how oh. to. Oh man, it, it it really takes your mind for a loop when you get closer to the end. Okay. So, um, Ristar is my number uh, number three. My number two could have been my number one, but I had I had to think about Sonic Two for a while. But <laughs> uh, everybody knows, Guardian Heroes, Sega Saturn, best damn game of all time. I'm sorry, I mean. It's on. It's on. You can play it on Xbox One. Um, they have the Sega um, option, Sega Genesis, Sega Saturn option, and the HD option on uh, Xbox. The yeah. HD option on Xbox is absolutely amazing. It's actually stunning and amazing. But I'm so hip to the pixelated version from back in the day. It makes me feel more like genuine. And I, you know, and I have the game on Sega on, on Sega Saturn. So. Uh, for me, it was it was a breath of fresh air to see people who were able, able to actually play the game for a change. But like um, the Sega Saturn version, uh, there's a debug option as well. Where you can debug the game and do certain little funny things, and you can unlock all the characters. The game has like 90 something endings. Um, every at the end of every stage, you can choose a different path you want to go. Like a, like there's one if you want to join the Sky Spirits, join the Earth Spirits, join the Hell Spirits. You just want to be your own your own group. Not yeah. to worry about wars or anything. Um, you go through this game making choices, and at the end, it shows you the result of your choices. Um, character detail was amazing. The intro was one of the best anime designs I've seen. If you watched the intro to uh, Guardian Heroes, I was so mad it didn't turn into an anime. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a great game. It's 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 my my favorite beat 'em up. Um, all the way through. Uh, it reminds me a lot of Dragon Ball Z and Naruto when they come when you actually play it. It's like Mayamayas, it's like ninja moves. Um, it's the great thing, you know, the actual campaign mode is only two players, but yeah. it's a six player battle arena. And it's wild because, you know, I went out and bought a six player adapter for Sega Saturn. Who the hell does that? Oh my and God. I, I went on eBay and went crazy. I said, you know, all my friends come over. This is like Smash Brothers. And my friends stayed over the house for like two days. <laughs> I brought it to college with me. Everybody in my dorm room, we were playing. We were just like, oh my God, six player game. 
everybody's pick up control and just beat the hell out of each other. You know, you're not gonna get anything better than this. Yeah. Do you have your Sega Saturn? What happened? Do you still have your Sega Saturn? I have it sitting in front of me right now with Sega with uh Guardian Heroes sitting in it. Bruh, you're gonna be super mad at me. So uh two weeks ago, like on the weekends, I like to go to there's a place called Savers that's pretty much just like uh Goodwill. Yeah. They had a pristine arcade controller for Sega Saturn. Right. Oh. Two dollars and ninety-nine cents. Oh what? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I was rushing. I, I would have gave you the I I, I would have gave you 24. I was, I was I was rushing and I was looking through stuff and I was trying to find a, another um controller for my uh for my Wii because I got a I, I hooked it up. So I was like, just trying to find uh, a, a Wii controller just to have for like an extra player because my, yeah. my nieces and nephews was coming over. So I was like, all right. And I was like, I saw this, and at first I grabbed it, and it looked just like the arcade controller they made for the Sega Genesis. So at first I was like, oh snap! And then I was like, Saturn, but I was like, I don't have a Saturn, and I put it back, and it was two ninety nine. Literally no scratches, no nothing. Whoever gave this away, I feel sorry for them. But yeah, I was like, I after I got out, I was like, yo, I think my boy Rick has a Saturn, but bruh, <laughs> that thing I, didn't last. I have my Saturn sitting over here. I have my memory card for my Saturn in there, and I have Guardian Heroes sitting in there right now. Wow. Um, it, it takes a lot. I mean, I have to be in a mood to actually turn it on. Um, I'm trying to. Uh, if y'all don't know, I modded my Dreamcast. I have it set up to broadcast in 720. Ooh. I got games galore. It my games I can actually uh, boot them up from SD card now on my Dreamcast. I got four controllers, so people can come over here and get this work whenever. My Ooh. Saturn, I actually want to put some work into. I want to. Um, my goal is to be able to come up with some way to brock you know, to get it to connect and actually run it pretty nice on HDTV. The what it the Sega Saturn was a great system, but it was poorly made in a sense because just the video capabilities of this system is just horrible. Um, yeah. that was the biggest issue they had with any game. Just the um, the output was just it's it's it what it, it, it. I hate to say this, it there wasn't anything, there wasn't there wasn't any technology to support the Sega Saturn in the way it should it should have been supported. Yeah, they built it in the lab with high tech shit, and they kind of put it in <laughs> front of people. And the TVs, the games, and stuff couldn't compete. I mean, they just couldn't run correctly. Yeah. So, like, you know, and I, I love Sega Saturn is my favorite system. It just, it's just sad that you know what it turned into. But yeah, you guys talked about it. The games are expensive as shit. Yeah. Um, I went into uh, Pandora's Cube about a month ago. And I, you know, I have Estelle, which is one of my favorite side-scrolling games, and I still have it in the cart in the actual like original Sega Saturn cartridge. Mm -hmm. It's going for three hundred dollars at Pandora's Cube. Ooh, three hundred bucks. I don't understand is like with all this technology, how come there's not an like we have a, we have so many different emulation systems like the Retron and so forth like that, but yeah. none of them have the capability to allow you to play a game like. Uh, you know, Super Nintendo, Genesis, whatever, and broadcast it on Twitch. Well, I mean, the best you can do if you got a, a TV tuner and you got a recorder or something like, you know, stream. But, like, I, I look at 
I don't know. Maybe it comes to like stuff like that. Like the Sega Saturn, it's one of those things. Like I look at emulation as well. Sega Saturn doesn't have any really good emulators. Yeah. Um, they don't have, there really aren't any ROMs or anything out for Sega Saturn. It's really one of the hardest things to crack. The best yeah. thing you can do with Sega Saturn, and there's a trick. I don't want, you know, I mean, it's done now. What people do, they'll burn a Sega Saturn game. And what they can do is they take, they do the, um, the swap trick. They'll, mm-hmm. um, you got to put a pen or a rubber band inside of the, um, what's it called? The, um, the disc opener. And then you yeah. swap out. Because once it gets past the Sega Genesis, the Sega Saturn screen, it just it boosts up the BIOS, and then you can put a blank CD in there. But what happens is it kills your CD reader within days. Aww. Yeah, but there's really no way um, to play burnt Saturn games unless you really get a Japanese system and you do some modding. But there's really it is like the worst system for modding. And there's some there's some companies out there, and they're they're doing like the retro. The retro Bluetooth controller for Saturn and Genesis and stuff like yeah. that, but I'm just thinking like I'm because of the age, you would think that the patent for those systems would wear out, yeah. And another company could just do a revamped version that would allow you to play those games. Like, can you imagine playing Power Stone on Twitch? Can you imagine? Oh man! Oh, bro! Guardian Heroes live on Twitch with like, bro. Two of, your, two of your two or three of your buddies, or like think of all, all the awesome multiplayer games from the old systems. That if we had like some kind of system that played the cartridges, I'm not thinking, I'm not talking about ROMs, I'm talking about the actual cartridges or disc, but just allow you to also stream it through Twitch. Well, there is. Uh, so I bought the Hyperkin uh, Retron 5 a couple years ago. Oh, and okay. I can I can plug in any of my Sega games, any of my Super Nintendo, Nintendo games, and it has an HDMI adapter to it. So I just plug that bitch right into my capture card. I stream oh. I stream Chrono Trigger straight to Twitch. I streamed uh um Super Mario World to Twitch. Man, dude, it, flawless. I mean, you just get a Retron Five, a capture card, and you can stream any of your retro games oh. on Twitch. Um, I don't think there's a CD drive for, uh, for you know, like Dreamcast games or anything like that. I mean, there could be with like a Retron Six or something, but I well, mean, I, there I remember, are options. I know, Rick, that there was that. I don't know if you guys remember the Dreamcast. Uh, well, no, not Dreamcast, but uh, like I think last year when we were on the on the Facebook uh, group. I posted a system that's supposed to play. Oh man, the Retron, but it I had a disc. So, and I think the last time I checked, this call it was called the Polymega. They changed the name because the original name, another company had owned it or whatever. But supposedly it was retro. It was a Retron Five. Yeah, and a, it was like a combination of a Retron Five and like a Sega CDX because Ooh. it played old school disc games. So you had Neo Geo CD. Yeah, one Sega Saturn, and I'm trying to think. It was another. There's another Neo Geo. It was Neo Sega Geo. CD. Yeah, yeah. Sega CD, Sega Saturn, and PlayStation. So you had four disc systems. Oh and, hell yeah! And you still had the PlayStation, your Genesis, your everything, pretty much but Atari. But anything from Nintendo to Sega, it pretty much played all of those. And what they did was 
so that you didn't have to spend like three or 400 bucks because thinking about playing all those systems on one system, they had modules that were removable and each module was a system. So if you want to play N64, you can just snap out the front part of the console, put the N64 part of it into the console and you can play N64 games. If you want to play Super Nintendo, it was a different uh, module that you would just unsnap from the front of the console. And it had the best thing about it, it's, it, Comes with a, it came with a Bluetooth controller, but also it allowed it had slots so you can use the original Sega, uh, Nintendo, Turbo Graphics 16 controllers in there as well. And like it was one of those type of machines that like was a Kickstarter or GoFundMe or something like one of the, one of those type of sites. Yeah, it the mark, and then I haven't heard anything since about it. But the best thing about it was it had Twitch built inside of it, so it had Ooh. all. The, all your streaming sites like Netflix and Hulu, but it also had Twitch, and like just imagine, like just imagine playing Street of Rage two. <laughs> you know, like I was like, and then it was like one of those great ideas that just didn't happen. I gotta look it up now because like I haven't I haven't checked on it in months. Yeah, because it should have been hitting Amazon or hitting storefronts or pre orders like if if not this month, next month. And I think it was like two hundred bucks. Ooh, wow! But um, anyway, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. No, you good, man? Because like, oh my god. Okay, so I appreciate everybody's picks, and I mean, like you said, you know, we're very adamant about Sega. So uh, I know we had a few responses. Yep. Um, I'm gonna go through the responses I got on Facebook. If Ricky wants to go through the ones on Discord, that'd be okay. great. Yeah, I'll let uh, you go first. Okay, let me load this up. While you're loading that up, I do want to just since since you guys had an honorable mention, I do want to add an honorable mention to my list. Crazy sure, man. go for it. Crazy Taxi. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> for it. Man, that was dude. That was like the, the quintessential jump in, jump out type of game. Yeah, you could just you could just pop it in, play it for like a few a few minutes. You know, pick a couple packages up, drop them off at the Pizza Hut. And then, like, I, I gotta go, I gotta go to work, I gotta do that. <laughs> but it was, but it was so fun, and like, I mean, of course, we had like, I think there were, I don't know how many sequels they had, maybe just one sequel. Yeah, I think so. And then the arc, then we had the arcade version. Arcade was amazing. But like, it was just, it was so simple. Like when you think about it, the average, the average game probably lasted five minutes or less. Yep. It, it I mean. Because Crazy Crazy Taxi and Daytona USA <laughs> are up there when it comes to like the original like Sega arcade games. Rolling Star. <laughs> that it's going to rain. It's didn't going they, to rain. Did they release a, a Daytona for the Xbox? Or did yeah, they it, it actually have online multiplayer on the Xbox. Yeah. Oh man, dude, yeah, y'all don't want to get started, boy. I. Mm. <laughs> I, like, don't be wrong. Like, I love Daytona USA, but for me personally, and I know Jonathan and I, we did a podcast podcast on this a while back. Yeah. But um, Sega Rally Championship is like what I'm is my my favorite racing game of all time. Oh, it's uh, yeah. it's on Sega Saturn. Um, it, came out, it came out after Daytona. Yeah. It was it like, is, yeah. Daytona was one of the original games that came out for Saturn. It was on the demo and everything. But the Sega Rally uh, Championship came out, and I'm like. Damn, this game is beautiful. Like yeah. always, the music was perfect, and, you, you, and when you get past, if you get first, at least third place by the last stage, you get a bonus stage. And I'm just like, 
the game was, you know, the first one of the first games that have that uh, G A M E O V E R game over. You know, yeah, they've seen this song. <laughs> Bro. Game over, yeah, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember that song. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, yeah I, like you say, I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna try to take up take up everybody's time, but I could talk Sega for the rest of the evening. Shoot, me too. Yo, the, remember the Shinobi with all the bootleg characters they were supposed to have in there? No, all the Shinobi games were good. Yo, but the one like the one was it? Which one had like Batman, Spider Man, Godzilla, Terminator? What? I don't know what you talk about. Oh my goodness, what's that one? Um, they had to do. They had to. They they, they took the. They took it off the shelf, and then they had to redo it. And they basically just like put generic characters in their place. But it had like one level was a guy. It was a ninja that that eventually turned into Batman. Then there was one that was Spider Man. Um, there was Terminator, and then even got you even fought Godzilla. I'm trying. To, was it Revenge of Shinobi? It may have been Revenge of Shinobi. That one, that sounds more like it. Yeah. Oh my god. That was, so I had that yeah. cart. I still had, I had that cart when I because I actually had a Retron Five for a little while, and I remember having it. Um, Revenge of Shinobi, and I I think it was Revenge of Shinobi because I was just trying to play the game just to see if I had that cart <laughs> unedited that was before they took them off the shelf and redid it. But yeah, if you Google it, man. It shows all the it, it was like they were just going hard with the uh copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> Back then it wasn't anything called copyright infringement. No, was, no. Yeah. Back then we had Pandora's Cube advertising. <laughs> right. <laughs> the fucks were not given at all. <laughs> okay. So um, so okay, I'm going through the responses. Uh, we got a few through Facebook. Um Bob says that he's too young to participate because he's a baby and he likes playing out in the woods. Of course. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, Victor, I really like his picks a lot. Uh, he said um, Grania 2. Okay. Is one of my, yeah. Is one of, probably one of my top three. Is one of my top three RPGs. Uh, uh, sworn enemies shall be defeated. Sky Dragon Slash. That was my joy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Grania 2. Sonic Adventure 1. And then Jet Set Radio, bro. Why was yeah. that on your list? Because okay, well, because because I'm very surprised. I, I trust me. I want to put Jet Set Radio up there so bad. Like I thought about it, and I was like, <laughs> and it's like I, I do like I love Jet Set Radio, and I'm just like, damn, like why can't I not just? And it's I, hard. I, and I think if the camera angles were perfect in this game i would give it to it like i love jet set radio better than i like jet set radio future yeah but jet set radio future had a better camera angles and they improved on the gameplay so i was like it's really tough between these two because it, it was a my it was a game changer for cell shading games when it yep. first came out it changed the whole game it's it sparked you know you, you wait proper rapper was kind of like the first and then this turned into <laughs> that and then you had the um the naruto games but yeah. yeah, but uh, he said Dreamcast fold him. So he said Grania 2, Sonic Adventure 1, and Jet Set Radio. All right. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then Jason said Power Stone. Yeah. Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Nah, that's not that's not one game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, All right, so yeah. that's his one, two, and three. I mean, I'm gonna say it. And, and this is and this 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 was a good this was a good one too. You know, Soul Calibur one. 
Oh uh, yeah. I mean, on the Dream, Dreamcast changed the game. They had so many great fighting games that came out for Dreamcast. It was insane. Uh, that but, was definitely the fighting game system. Yeah. But you, you remember the game before Soul Calibur? It was a Soul Blade. There was in Soul the arcade. In the arcade. And I was like, I was playing Soul Calibur. I said, you guys look really familiar. And I said, oh, let's <laughs> say Soul Blade. Yep. Familiar. Yeah. Um, Aaron gave us a ton of games. I guess he didn't really care. But he yeah. had this good. He went Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Okay. Sonic CD. Mm. Uh, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump into Sonic CD and say something right quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sonic CD sucks. You know what I'm <laughs> I was it's waiting so, for it. It sucks. <laughs> but the but the, uh, the cut scene, the, the scene in the beginning, Sonic Boom, and then the yep. ending, the ending cut is amazing. But this game is garbage. I'm sorry. The the song, the music in the game was great. You can tell it had great sound quality because it was CD. But Sonic CD is awful. Yeah. Uh, I have it on my on my PlayStation. I mean, my uh, PSP. It's so laggy. Yeah. It, no, well, I, here's the thing. You have a lot of people out there because I've never played it. I, I have it on my PSP, but I, I haven't played it. You have a lot of people out there to say Sega CD is the best Sega game. I mean, the best. Oh. Sega. You know it. I know it. You've heard it. I know you've heard it. There are a lot of people who say that Sonic CD is the best Sonic game. I haven't played it. But um, I I just want to see what was like other than the fact that it was on the system that no one had. Yeah, how was the best. How was it the best Sonic? I just I think it was just because of the cutscenes themselves. Yeah. Sonic Boom was amazing, and then even when the game was re-released, they took out Sonic Boom. They couldn't license the song, and I'm like, yeah. And, but the I will say about Sonic City, people who love Sonic City, it had one of the the uh, one of the best versus stages. We got a verse uh a Mecha Sonic. Uh, this was one of the best things in the world. Like um, <laughs> that, that fight against him was. I mean, I love how they redid it in um, Sonic Generations. I actually absolutely love that part. But going on for Sonic City, uh, he chose Gunstar Heroes, which we already know. Which oh yeah, amazing game. Uh, Toe Jam and Earl. Oh man, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is one at, at another game that's coming up. As at the, it was the end of Sega's life. And it, if it came out early, it probably would have sold more com- sold more consoles. Comic Zone. Oh my God! Game uh, when you slide when you sliding across the page, whoop somebody yeah. ass. Like, and then we do we unlock everything to kind of superhero too. Oh my God, bruh, bruh just that a was a game changer. You had the little rat in your pocket, and it would just yeah. go do stuff for you. Yep, dude, the, the roundhouse kick was insane though. Yep, wow. Them high tops, dude. That hurts. Those graphics were sick. That's the same. Sega pushed their console so hard at the end, and yeah. it's crazy they had so much power. Like I mean, Nintendo had a, Super Nintendo had a lot of great games, but yeah. Sega showed the power of the system where they were really pushing the 16-bit into yeah. a whole nother thing. And these games could have came out for 32X Raptors, could have came out for Sega Saturn, yeah. even pushed the Sonic CD. I mean, the Sega CD. So. He goes into a ton of other ones, but he gave too many. Um, <laughs> I, did, I did like the psych, psychic force pick, though. I, I, yeah. I, I, um, then there was another one we had. We had one other one on Facebook. Um, best three games made by Sega: Sonic Two. Mm-hmm. This second one, I'm so mad I didn't put this on my list. I am so angry. Oh I, boy! I, I would have rather put the second one on my list, the se- the sequel to this. Yeah. But Altered Beast. I'm so mad I didn't put that on my list. Ultra Beast. I right. love Ultra Beast. I don't Ultra. think I've ever played that. No. Wait, part two? Part two, <laughs> part two 
was one of my favorite Sega games. Dude, when you, you, you with, with Ricky in this game, so you, you got to pick up points throughout the stage, and then you yeah. morph into like a, a humanoid, like animal type. So you turn into like a werewolf, you turn into like a a tiger man. So you you, you go to the game, and then they make the like they're like roar, yeah. And then they turn into like that type of humanoid type type animal, and then they just whoop ass and they throw like um, sonic booms and kamehamehas. Oh, and okay. Dude, I love Ultra Beast. Great game. <laughs> And his third is Streets of Rage 2, which we okay, all Okay, yep, yep. Honorable mention Daytona USA. <laughs> oh, man, you sure that wasn't me? <laughs> right, that sounds like Jonathan. I'm just saying, man, because. Uh, so that's all the stuff from Facebook. That's all right. All about Ultra Beast, man. <laughs> so <laughs> on Discord, uh, you know, people like to be really passionate. I'm not going to read all of it because I'm trying to save on time here. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, we can we can take in all of these uh, responses into account when we, you know, tally them up uh, at the end of the month. Yeah. But um, so we start <laughs> off with Fury in the chat. His number three is Bayonetta. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and okay, so his number two is Sonic Mania. Which I, I have to give respect. Um, yeah. I mean, this is this is Sonic and Knuckles, and Sonic Three and Knuckles, in one game, but <laughs> multiplied by a hundred. I, I, I'm still mad people don't play Sonic because I, I wanted people to play with in Sonic Mania. Nobody wants to play. I I was I was going to get Sonic Mania Plus because I want to play with new characters, but but you know, if you haven't gotten an opportunity, the Sonic Mania shorts on YouTube are absolutely amazing. I love <laughs> the animation, and I wish it would turn into an actual series. Yeah, that would be good. Um, and then his number one is really surprising. It's uh, Sonic Forces. Whoa. Whoa. Um, oh, time, out, time out. Time out. All right. Out. Sonic Forces? What? Well, you have to realize our, our demographic in the Discord um, are kids, mostly. Well, um, well, they need to learn today. What? <laughs> <laughs> they do, and I hope they do learn because, I mean, Jesus Christ, you know, all of our picks should, you know, sway these kids. But, you know, for this for this response, I'm going to read his reason why. Um, he says, F opinions. I love this game. I know not everyone likes this game, but this, uh, but this is one of, if not, my favorite game of all time. Not just Sega, but of all time. Uh, okay. So he... Uh, <laughs> He loves the character creator, the gameplay, uh, the soundtrack, and the story, most of the time anyway. Um, that part is the only thing that sets this game back for me. Uh, the only reason, in my opinion, that this game is considered bad is because of its reputation. Uh, he effing loves this game, and he doesn't care about anyone else, else's opinions on it. F you, forces haters. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, though? Uh, and I'm I, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna give him props because I was gonna say he, he you like deserves them because with Sonic Forces when that trailer first dropped I was hyped because yeah all through my you know growing up I wanted to create my own Sonic character to be a part of that universe yeah and I got the opportunity to do it but it was just like the game just didn't sell me but I was sitting there I was like you know what. You know, I I, I I like what he's saying, but it's like I wish the game would have came out 10, 15 years ago because I would have been more excited for Sonic and what Sega had to offer, and I would have been enjoyed making my character. But it's like 
I want Sonic Generations too. I'm right. This is what I want. I don't want Sonic Forces. I mean, and, and with Sonic Mania, okay, fine, whatever. But I want Sonic Generations too. Stop giving the world what they don't want. Yeah. Don't give me, you know, give me, give me a caveat to what I want. <laughs> give me what I want. Like, yeah, Sega, people want, people want Dreamcast 2. People want Sonic Adventure 3. People want they do. Sonic Generations 2. Give them what they want. People want a new Jet Set Radio game. People Bruh. want, people Bruh. love your, your games and you're not making them. Nope. The closest you're going to get to a Jet Set Radio game was that one that came out on Xbox a couple years ago. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Well, there, well, actually, there is a successor to Jet Set Radio. It's on, it's on Steam. I have it. What is it called? Um, it, it's and you can actually download. It actually lets you it imports the actual soundtracks from Jet Set Radio. Oh, yeah, uh, and it's multiplayer and everything. It's it's really the successor. Let me. I'll bring it up. You guys can finish talking though. Okay, Ricky, you know what I'm talking about though, right? Oh yeah, man, I saw it. Uh. And I thought it was going to be interesting, but, you know, man, what was it? It was, uh... Hold on, I got it now. Because I, I, if we don't say it, it's going to be stuck in our heads. Oh, yeah. Um, Is it Jet Set Radio Future? No, it wasn't a Jet Set Radio title. It just, it looked, the gameplay was very Jet Set Radio. Oh. Um... I'll figure it out. You guys don't don't worry about me. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Well, all over here doing research. Oh my god! Wait, I know what you're talking about. I saw the commercial, and he was like a dude who was like all cocky. Oh no! Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, um, Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. Yes, that's it. Yes, that's the closest we're going to probably get to to that. I mean, I heard it was a great game. Just, I heard it was too. I thought it looked really good. It looked, uh, but that was a. Uh, was that a launch title for Xbox One? Yeah, I think so. Because this is it's been out for a while. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, damn, is this a successor? Is it gonna be like you're playing through it halfway and you just realize you were playing the new Jet Set Radio the whole time? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. I found the game. It's called the other game I was telling you guys is called Hover. It's on Steam. Yeah. It is. It is. It's basically they recreated Jet Set Radio. You you can create your character. It's open world. You grind and everything else. And it's like it, I guess I guess you know this it's like a like a dodgeball type game, and you can spray stuff. Um, if you got you guys get an opportunity, check out Hover. Okay. I played it a lot last out, but um, they have all the Jet Jet Set Radio soundtracks in the game. It's okay. on Steam. Um, you could probably get it for nothing now. Um, yeah, but the game was absolutely it, it was a lot of fun. In fact, you could play with your friends. Oh, and it's going to be and it's cross platform, um, well, too. So dang, sold. <laughs> uh, so moving on from Fury and his uh aggressive pick of Sonic Forces, we're going to move on to uh Kiwi, who has really surprising picks, and it makes me proud. Uh, <laughs> to be his friend. Um, but his number three is Sonic Adventure 2. Uh -huh. um, he points out the Chow Garden was uh, so much fun to play, and oh my god, it was. I, I, um, I, I stop being biased on top tree. I'm going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then his number two was Yakuza. Great pick. 
Great pick. And it's surprising, too, because uh, Kiwi is only like 11 or 12, and uh, <laughs> he shouldn't be playing this game. But, <laughs> I mean, kudos. Um, I mean, Yakuza, man, I, you could do so much in that game. It was just so fun. I mean, Yakuza was fun. Um, this and is, then this is Japanese GTA. That's why I look at it. <laughs> That's why I look at it. Uh, and then his number one. Wow, Fist of the North Star, bruh, dude. Props to you. You know, wait, wait, wait to reach for that one. Way to reach. That's the. I mean, that's like all of our times. Like Fist of the North Star was like prime, uh, <laughs> prime picking for us. Hopto Shikin, boy. Dude, I still remember. I was probably about maybe 11, 12. You know, guys, this is an old anime. So <laughs> this dude hit the dude's pressure points on his chest and he had to walk backwards <laughs> until he got to a cliff and he walked himself off the cliff. And I'm like, holy crap, this joint is crazy. Yeah. Like he, he literally walked backwards for a mile, couldn't stop walking backwards because his pressure points were <laughs> making his body move. And he literally walks off a cliff. You remember that, that horrible, the horrible uh, live action movie they made? On to the next. Uh, <laughs> uh, we <laughs> moving on now. Yeah, no, no, man, no. no we, ain't, we ain't talking about that. So, are, are, are we talking about the DOA movie? Or are we talking about the Tekken oh, movie? No. <laughs> ew. Tekken with, uh, what's her name? Lana from Smallville. Oh. Oh, was that was Street Fighter. No, that was, that was Street Fighter. Oh, Lee. yeah. Oh, dude from the Black Eyed Peas is Vega. Oh, yeah. Oh no, God, dude, oh. dude, the oh, oh my God, oh. Ugh. All right, here we go. Here we go. Last pick uh, <laughs> is from our lovely moderator, uh, Apple Juice. <laughs> sorry, Ricky. I, was all, I, I need to move. Just, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to interrupt. They have a man play in Bison, and I'm like, seriously? Uh, can I just say something real quick? <laughs> I watched that whole movie and didn't realize that that was Nash until I saw the credits. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'll wait for Tom Welling to fly out of the sky. I was like, yeah. I can't do this anymore, man. Dude, I was like, I was like, did they really create this? I'm like, uh, I was like, I was like, uh, what's the name? Kirsten Kayak, whatever. I said, what are you doing, girl? I'm like, what are you doing? Go back to Smallville. Do something else, man. Like, Neil McDonough is bison. Oh. And I like Neil McDonough. because That's my boy. That's my boy. And I was like, it's just, uh, like dog, you don't need a paycheck. You don't need a paycheck. Why are you doing this to yourself? You don't need a paycheck. Hold up, I, hold up, hold up. Wait a minute. I had to look this up. I totally forgot that Michael Clark Duncan was ball road. What? Oh. oh, oh, dude. That game, that that movie deserves this drinking game. Oh, bruh, dude, we'll be dead. Yo, and, dude, uh, this, if you just looked at the cast on IMDb, you're like, Bruh. oh no, it's like C listers. I mean, it, it it was like a Japanese adaptation on Netflix. I mean, yeah, that's, that's exactly I mean, it's like, I mean, my, I mean, Chun Li, she's half Asian. I'm like, oh, let's just make her Chun Li, and I'm like, no, yeah. oh what? Oh, like this, it's like making uh, the Asian the Yellow Ranger. Yeah, oh. yeah, make her Chun Li just because she's on Smallville, and Bruh. she, and I'm just like. 
and she's she's a she's a figure, and she's half Asian, so she automatically could be Chun Li. Like, no, that's not. <laughs> how you, and then, oh my god, oh. I mean, I, they casted Jean Claude Van Damme as the American hero. ACBD didn't can do no wrong, man. Yeah. <laughs> didn't see, you didn't see that, did you? I like that. I like, I like the, the entire movie. That man was drunk or either high. He was. And freaking Ryu and Ken were just little kids. Ken, I wish. I, I wish they made a documentary on that movie. Bruh, there's got to be one out there. Okay, don't get Jonathan started because Jonathan has a uh, has a theory about this movie. Oh, bro! All right, we're gonna have to talk about it. Bruh. Okay, okay. yeah, know. yeah. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's a pretty jacked up theory. So, Bruh. but we're gonna talk about that later. We're gonna talk about that. Yeah, later. Okay, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> so, our final picks uh, come from our moderator, Papal Juice. Um, he says. His number three is a tie between Sonic Adventure 2 and Sonic Mania. Okay. Um, his number two is... Honestly, I like this game. I know you don't, but it's Sonic Lost Worlds. I, I don't hate Sonic Lost Worlds. I, I just, didn't say you hated it. Yeah, I just... <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, I can go play Mario Galaxy. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I can play Mario Galaxy. I mean, just it was Sega trying to beat Nintendo. I mean, I mean, I had a lot of fun with that game. It, I mean, you had the Zelda DLC for that game too. Yeah, I remember right. that. I mean, see, uh, Sega trying to beat Nintendo. I mean, <laughs> Nintendo owns them now. <laughs> oh, you got nothing? No, I'm not gonna say nothing. <laughs> uh. So his honorable mention is Sonic Colors. Fantastic Sonic Colors, soundtrack. Yep, soundtrack is the only thing I like from that game. That fantastic soundtrack. Uh, I love the opening. The the story was kind of dumb, but I, I, <laughs> I, I, I thought that for a 3D game for Sonic, it wasn't one of the worst ones. No, I mean no. It, it, it was better than Sonic 06 and uh, Sonic the Black Knight or whatever. Ugh. Yo, Sonic Black Knight. I was like, Bruh. I mean, I mean, I, I thought it was a. I thought Sonic the Black Knight was a great concept, and they just, oh yeah, the concept, sure. You thought Martin Lawrence was going to pop out? <laughs> um, uh, never seen a black sheriff before. Oh no. <laughs> uh, and then this one will make you proud, Rick. Uh, is number one is Sonic Generations, as it should be. I mean, it's. <laughs> It, it, it wasn't for Sonic 2, just Sonic Generations probably probably be my number one, just for the yeah. fact nostalgia. Any Sonic fan, any Sega fan should play Sonic Generations. It's like I look at it as like the Go Kiger of um Sonic games. It's like it pays homage to every single Sonic game and you should play it just to yeah. enjoy everything that you should have enjoyed and you chose not to enjoy. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough to me. <laughs> Though I want to say my favorite response of the night, uh, it's got to go to Kiwi. I mean, Yakuza and Fist of the North Star, come on. Yeah, that's like, uh, left uh, field. Way left out left field. field. Uh, that's good. Everybody, I want to give you all props. But I, I, I encourage, I want to empower people who listen to the Top Trio to answer one question for me when it comes to Sonic games. Okay. Because I'm going to go into this. Uh, we can go into this next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why the hell do people like Sonic Adventure 2? I, 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 only, I only like it for the verses on GameCube. Outside that, I hate Sonic Adventure Two. The Kale cool. Garden is is it's a great caveat as well. I mean, I could talk about that, but I hate Sonic Adventure Two, start to finish. I hate the whole thing. 
Like what? I mean, it, outside of him jumping out the helicopter and you have to escape to the city soundtrack playing. Yeah. I hate Sonic Adventure 2. Because the, the cloning aspect, you play the same exact stage with a different character. Oh. You put tails inside of the damn robot. The robot. You're not able to fly. But you got to do the same stages over and over. And then the stages with Rouge and freaking Knuckles. Oh, my oh. God. Trying to get the damn emeralds. My God. Like, why do you make the game so damn <laughs> difficult? You got to do it twice. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. And then the, the asteroid stays where you got to find the emeralds. Oh, the oh my God. God, it's you, so you, huge. You, you're looking at like a six-hour event to find three damn emeralds. And then like, why did you create this stage? And then you got to do it twice. Like You're right. God damn. I forgot all about oh that. Oh, my God. Like, I, I, mm. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I, I can talk crap. Like, talk uh, What about the uh, Pumpkin Hill uh, theme song? Amazing. <laughs> I love Pumpkin Hill's theme song. I absolutely love it. Uh, um, but yeah, I'm just, uh, Oh God. You know, now that you mention, you know, Rouge and Knuckles and freaking tails and Robotnik and the robots. It's like, why are you doing it? Like, I mean, you, you literally, you literally shit yourself and, sh and, and shot yourself sh short. You, you pretty much created a clone. You get somebody again, they got to play <laughs> twice to beat. Like yeah. that's, that's cheap Sega. Sonic it, Adventure, it like you played through the whole game with all these characters. Then you get the. The story mode at the end where you get to unlock everything and get supersonic, go through another story. Great, great. In this game, you give me a linear game yep. with no side things. You got to do everything twice, and then that's it. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm getting upset. Sorry. No, I'm no, you're quiet. fine, dude. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I respect, I respect people. Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure 2, when it comes to the GameCube version and playing the versus mode, is one of the best things I've ever played. Yeah. Versus mode on GameCube was absolutely stunning, amazing, great concept. I love the fact you play your friends. You can do chaos control and stuff like that. Great. But the story mode for Sonic Adventure 2? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I mean, God. if they had, if they used, I just add the 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 Chow or KO Garden to Sonic Adventure 1. Oh, best thing ever. Bruh, it would have been over. Like, I mean, I cannot tell you how much I hated the robot levels with Tails. Oh, yeah. I mean, just getting through that, I, I hated it. But... The but, supersonic and hyper shadow yeah. space battle was pretty cool. Oh, yes, bio, the bio biohazard. Bio, yeah, yeah, that was. I mean, that was great. But guess what? I look at and this. This is what makes Sonic Adventure too great. You you, you delete you delete Rouge, <laughs> delete Rouge altogether. Yeah, you delete Rouge. Um, if you have to, just take Tails out altogether and just make yeah. Tails a side character. Still have Knuckles level. Keep Robotnik. You, in fact, you play Robotnik in the machine. I thought that was cool, but I thought the Tails thing was a little extra. Yeah. Tails. I'm sorry. Knuckles, Robotnik, Sonic, and you can keep Shadow in there for all I care. And <laughs> you have a great game. And keep the KO Garden. You have a yeah. great game. You, have, I, I, you, you exclude those two aspects of this Tails and Rouge. You have a great game. Agreed. I do. I, I, and I won't take it in any way, but I was just mad at the fact that I had a linear game and I was I had to do things twice. I was very upset. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're I, good, man. Yeah, you're I, good. It just makes me appreciate Sonic Adventure one yeah. more. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not rag. I'm not trying to rag on nobody's pick. It's just for me, I'm sitting there like Sonic Adventure One meant so much to me. And then you give me this game and it's like <laughs> I'm like, where is why is it so linear? Why can't I I, I can't even run around town? Like you, you there's no open world. Nope. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, John, if you went to Ricky, what happened in uh, Street Fighter right quick? 
What do you mean, sir? You know no. what happened? You, you know there was a tragedy. <laughs> what? I don't know what you mean, sir. You, you you know what I mean? The tragedy that happened during filming? Uh, you mean it being Raw Julia's last movie? Yeah, and <laughs> you know what you're saying? You know what you're saying was? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Put it out there. I, 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 mean, <laughs> I, I we might I, just have to have we might just have to bring it out in a uh, in a uh, video game movie oh. podcast. I don't know what you're talking about, sir. I don't know. I mean, he, he, now he'd be immodest. He don't want to say it because he, he he feel FBI gonna knock on his door for. Uh, <laughs> that out. He don't want to say it now. I mean, I do work for the government. <laughs> yeah, there you go. See? To the FBI. Oh. <laughs> I knew it. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Go ahead and put it out there. I don't, I don't hey, 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 just never forget that Dewana Man was DJ. Oh my God, <laughs> oh, bro! Man, you bringing me back now? Yo, that man. They got him and Sagat got so happy they came away with that chest <laughs> with money with Bison's face on. They oh, were yeah. like shit. <laughs> Dude, I was dying. Bucks. Oh. God. We're not going to talk about Kylie Minogue being Cameron. We're just going to go straight to no. the no. On to the next. No, on to the next. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. You're going to bring up Juana, man, but you're not going to bring up Kylie Minogue. Man, you know, you know, with this conversation, we time have out. to have a video game movie. Time out. 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 If we're going to talk about atrocities and the Street Fighter movie, you're not going to bring up Blanca. And, <laughs> and that dude, that dude with every bit of 150 pounds, oh. and five foot four. I could have swore Tom Cruise played Blanca in that movie. Oh, oh, you, oh you really want to go there? Yeah. Okay, I, I, I'll raise you. I'll raise you, Dolcey, at the end. Ugh. Dude, dude, the professor in a chain around oh. his neck, and the chain got burnt off, and he ended up being Dolcey at the end. I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> no. When they were like, you were just going to give him that name. Like, he was a scientist? Like, wait, what? What? You had Dolcey in this movie the whole time? Are you getting like. Out of, like that, you know, he RKO'd that line, boy. He, <laughs> like, yo, he had a joint around his neck, and all of a sudden, he's all scarred up and bloody. And Bruh. Bruh. Oh. You know they got carrot top to play Blanca. Drake <laughs> 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 was when uh, he was giving us a god that that line. He's like, I, he's like, I didn't see it. I was like, I guess you should. <laughs> 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 he was making fun of it because of the iPads. Oh man, the Google kicked me off. See, oh bruh. dude. But it's like, hold up. Not to mention when Wait. when uh uh. Bison was controlling all this stuff. It was a goddamn arcade pad. I do. <laughs> no, my he was playing Minesweeper with the arcade pad. Oh. Bro, but dude, I do you yeah, uh oh. and they were blocking and Zaggy for a fight and they were fight they had a little Godzilla sound effects and stuff. Oh uh. <laughs> your man was like, yo, switch the channel. I was like, oh I don't care what you say, man. That was a good movie to watch with a bunch of, with a bunch of friends. No, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. When we were growing up, I mean, it was A-plus material. I mean. It so, was. I mean, we didn't know. Bruh, we thought that was like the greatest movie. <laughs> we really thought. Like, even the little pose at the end when they were like, yeah. And it was like. Yep. Freeze frame. Like, no. Yo. We thought, we thought my, was... my man, uh, what's his name? Uh, 
uh, Gal came in that joint in the boat, looking like oh. uh, th- looking like uh, what's that uh, Thunder in Paradise? Bro, yeah, you're at the corner. I was like, yo, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> Damn, gave uh, that Booker T speech on the TV. Oh Damn. my god. <laughs> He said, what we're going to do is we're going to beat that bitch Bison's ass. And I was like, I Bison, mean, like we Bison, coming for you. Coming for you. Coming for you. <laughs> for you oh, my bad. <laughs> Yo. Yo. No. Oh, hold on. Did he, the man had the flip kick, too? He, he oh, had the bite with the glass kick. Everybody just jizz on this one. But I ain't <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. So I told you I got the PlayStation Classic. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I'm, I added a few games of my own. Oh, I know okay. you're going with this. And you know what game I put on there? The Street Fighter, the movie game. Oh, the movie game. with the sprites and everything, boy. Uh, and then they had a Kuma hidden in there. What? Bruh. Yes, dude, that game. But that game wasn't bad though. It, it wasn't. wasn't. I was, it was playing like Mortal Kombat. Kombat. Why are we always giving this game so much shit? Like, for oh, <laughs> time, like playing it now, I had fun. And I was like, this game is broken. But at the yeah. same, you imagine playing that game 20 years ago when that movie came out? Bruh. <laughs> if they had Evo back then, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm just saying. Street man. Fighter the movie, the game. Right. <laughs> it's like an oxymoron. Yeah. <laughs> Not the game based on the game, but the game no. based on the movie based off the game. Yep. Bro, yeah, I'm the guy guys a dude playing another dude. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? Oh no, bro, that yeah. Ooh, All right, man. let's wrap this right, up. Right, wrap it up, okay? So yeah, uh-huh. um, but, but whatever I want to do, uh, bad video game movies, I'm down because oh. I, I I got a nice list. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think we should just do yeah, bad video game movies and then good video game movies. Well, well there's only there's only like two. I know, I know. <laughs> And uh, yeah, that's it. I thought, I, I thought that Mortal Kombat is the greatest video game movie of all. Right, oh my god, absolutely! Yeah, I mean, by the far, yeah, I stood up in the theater, I was like dancing. <laughs> I mean, you talking about a movie that's that paid tribute to the source material was good all the way through. I'm like, I can't Whoa. even complain. That was man, like, dude, the first time when that, that moment where Reptile came on screen, bruh, he hit him with that bicycle kick, kick dude. Like, oh, I kicked the bugs right out of him. Yo, he kicked them right off. <laughs> and then you shitted it all the way in part two. Oh, like, no. It, part it, two it, where it, they changed everybody except for Katana. You see, you see that? You cage before the credits. <laughs> Christopher Lambert out and gave us uh, the, <laughs> uh, the Dollar General version of. Uh, <laughs> I hated that man. They had, they had animalities. It was like everything you could do wrong in a sequel. I'm surprised they didn't do friendship and babalities, man. Bro, Liu Kang wasn't even a dragon. Bro, you had Shao Kahn, who was a a better looking dragon than freaking Liu Kang was. Man, I just remember I was so hyped for that movie for that second movie. I get in the movie theater and just Johnny Cage, and I was like. I really just paid for this in the first two seconds. I, I would I don't deserve it. It was okay. It's only Johnny Cage's stunt double. It wasn't the actual Johnny Cage actor. Oh, I'm just saying that was just I, that should have told you right there how the movie was gonna go. Yep. As soon as I saw Raiden, hey everybody on top trailer, I'm done talking because Google won't let me keep on talking, keeps on kicking me out. So I'm done <laughs> talking. <laughs> now nah, we're not gonna do the Mortal Kombat podcast tonight. Yeah, 
something, Google kicks me out. So I got to be nice. All right. All right. Let's wrap it up then. Wrap it up, B. Um, thanks, everybody, again, for uh, chiming in and give us your top picks. Remember, we've still got three more weeks to tally this up. And after, we'll divvy up all the responses, and we will send you guys something special for Top Trio. So keep listening in. Uh, give us your picks. And we look forward to talking to you guys um, as the weeks progress. So, And um, Ricky wants to get the opportunity to talk about the next tournament as well. Right quick before we sign off, this will be great. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, March's tournament is, you know, is happening uh, March 29th at 8 p.m. Uh, now, usually the tournaments uh, will fall on the last Friday of the month, though I may do a Saturday, like a in the day, in case, uh, you know, other people want to play. But um, that's just, we'll leave that open for discussion later. But on to March's tournament. Uh, let me just pull it up to make sure I got it all right. So we're going to be having – it's 1v1, Ooh. final destination, no items or smash meter, and it is best of three. So there's there should be no excuses, nope. no rage, no salt. Oh, I picked Ganon. I shouldn't have picked Ganon. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> You can't say that now. <laughs> Final destination, you got to bring it. You got to bring it. And uh, so this is the first tournament we're going to have loser brackets on. Uh, so the the grand finals winner will receive $50. And the winner of the loser's bracket will receive $25. Nice. And uh, again, if you if – you, uh, Want to participate? Make sure you register. Registration is up in the server. Uh, there is a link that you can just click on, sign up. Uh, the cap, we're capping out at 50 uh, just because we don't want to go, you know, like a 12-hour stream. or And we don't want to break it up in two days. So um, it, it caps at 50. Anybody else who registers past 50, I will put in a backup uh backup channel so like if somebody calls out or like doesn't show up we'll pull from that and you'll fight so uh yeah everything you need to know is in the march tournament channel on our server wow i'm super excited final destination you got to bring it i've been asking for it for a while down this actually happening absolutely Okay, guys. So, uh, again, this is Top Trio signing off. Uh, thank you again, Ricky and Jonathan, for coming on and sharing your picks and uh, and allowing us to enjoy the time with you. Somebody left? Huh? No, we're still oh. here. Oh, okay. I said, like, Dad, I couldn't get through my dad going on. Um, <laughs> I was like, I just rolled out. You do have I mean, you guys trying to get that bison money or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it baby. Shoot. Now, bye. Right? Rick, are you there? Oh, Google trying to kick him out now. Damn. All right, if Rick doesn't come back in two seconds, I'll give the closing statement. Well, I can edit all this because, uh, yeah, every time I talk bad about Street Fighter, it kicks me out. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> it's like every time I've been Street Fighter. Let me wrap this up. All right. Peace out, Top Trio. Thanks again. Uh, Ricky wins KO and yeah, yes. Utah and Jade Urban Nerd. Destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> Peace, people. All right, man. <laughs>